Episode 156 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. This one's going to be a little different. Uh, we didn't have a set guest, and today we were like, hey, let's just uh, open call to guest. Yeah. So we have a couple of guests planned, and then uh, I think a little bit later I'm going to post the uh, the link live on the Facebook page, and if anybody listening wants to join in and has anything they want to talk about, you can click the link and join in and have, it, and have a talk with us. So uh, Katie will be here shortly. She is, again, doing doing mom stuff. One of us has to be a parent, and let's face it, it's probably not going to be me. Uh, so she'll be here shortly, but let's go ahead and get sponsor stuff out of the way. If you're looking for a high quality PVC rack or cage, wait, no longer. There's some other words in there that Katie would normally say, but just go to lsreptileracks.com, uh, and, and talk to Robert and get you a rack or a cage or a sign or a hide or a, anything else that can be made out of PVC, uh, and cut down into whatever shape you want. So check out Robert. He's right there. You got a bunch of, um. Uh... Acrylic. acrylic stuff coming out. Yeah, I forgot to mention acrylic. Uh, you had a good show this weekend. You sold a lot of cages and acrylic and I'm assuming hides maybe. I don't know what else you took with you. But you had a good show this weekend. Yeah, it was a pretty good show. Uh, that was the busiest. Uh, well, our first guest, we can talk about it yeah. in a second. No, that was the busiest I've ever seen in Corpus Christi show. It's awesome. Um, you can tell the billboards. I asked everybody. Um I haven't even told him that yet. I asked everybody, did you see any of the billboards? Oh, man, I saw them all over town. Well, then Sean was also on the news. And then I walked out of my hotel and realized that one of the billboards is in the parking <laughs> lot of my hotel. And, like, I walked out and all I saw was purple and green. And I was like, oh, hey, there's, yeah. Well, that was kind of like a, Right across the street from where Brian Lovins works. Well, that was like, kind of like Conroe. We, Conroe was an iffy on sales for some people, but it was a busy show. And a lot of folks said they saw the billboards. So that's awesome. Uh, so check out that. Speaking of herps, uh, we'll bring that up in a minute because our, our guest, if anybody wants to try and take a guess, is related to that. Uh, also check out our friends over at Wiregrass Exotics if you're in South Alabama for all of your reptile needs. I also just want to give another shout out to uh, Focus Cube because I still love this sign. It's one of my favorite things I own, yeah. and it's amazing. And they've been working their asses off and having a lot going on. I've been watching their Facebooks. have just been filling up my Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they work way more than I do. That's a... Uh, I mean, I'm not complaining, but man, they, they are always working. So it helps when you don't have kids. <coughs> That's not, true. not that I don't, I think those two would still. Yeah. Um, Child labor. They uh, well, strap a kid that, on her back and just go. I, yeah. I could see Ashley with a kid on her back fucking assembling cages. Assembling cages and then going fishing. Kids still strapped on. Her Absolutely. Back. She's like, uh, he says old pictures of. Of like Native Americans from like 300 years ago, just the baby strapped in like a, a wild. I mean, I can see Ashley like basket. in labor, like, can we hurry this fuck up? I got shit to I got do. Shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got shit to build, and this yep. baby's taking too long. Yep. While y'all clean that up, I'll come back and get it later. Yeah. Oh, man. They love the howdies. So, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, – oh, and then also VivTech. Uh, love VivTech. If you need a UVB LED bulb, check out VivTech and use code GUMBO22 to save 15%. And again, thank you to all of our customers over this last year that have been using that code. Uh, that's the reason I'm going to be able to buy Robert some new headphones for the show. Uh, his headphones are starting to go. Also, I'm going to try not to uh, cough on the air a ton tonight. It's going to happen, though, because I can't stop coughing. <coughs> there we go. All right. So let's go ahead and bring in our guest. And uh, let's start off this uh, cluster of episode and see where it goes from here. Our first guest is Sean Gray of Herb Reptile Shows. How's it going, Sean? What's up, guys? Oh, so yeah, we're talking about uh, Corpus, and and Robert was telling me how busy it was, and I saw the pictures of it. 
Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was by far probably one of our largest attended events there for sure. Yeah, uh, Sunday was, dude. I can't even explain Sunday. Usually it's like island time there. Everybody kind of starts late. Yeah, twelve one o'clock before it kicks off. By 11 o'clock, it was packed. Yeah. It was crazy. That's the it first time I've ever seen a line on Saturday morning at a con- on at a Sunday, show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it was crazy. like Conroe this year. Conroe was busy right away on Sunday morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, well, so maybe they're yeah, starting to pick back up for shows. Good show. I hope so. I, we did see some, you know, an increase in spending this weekend. So it is at tax um, time. It is. So we'll see how the next few shows go. Good. Well, and that, that's also that show is kind of like the show coming up. It's it's the Corpus Christi show, but because of Corpus Christi, it's not in Corpus Christi. Yeah, it's in Robstown. Yeah. Robstown, because Corpus Christi has dumb laws. Yes, you can't own pretty much no constrictors. Yeah, you can't, you can't own anything fun. Yeah, yeah, or iguanas. Or yeah, um, Mo- I believe monitors are on there too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, because Sea Life Center gets a ton of those. I love the Sea Life Center. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the. Uh, Katie's not here. That's the most. I think Katie was more emotional at the Sea Life Center than she was the day we got married. Really? Oh man, well, they took Bo out there Saturday night. Oh really? Was it Friday or Saturday night? Saturday night. Saturday. Saturday after his the birthday. Show. His birthday was Sunday. Um, for y'all that don't, everybody that doesn't know, y'all probably heard us talk about Bo. He's Andy's son, and his birthday was um, Sunday. Turned seven. Sean took him up in the bleachers and sang happy birthday to him. He's only seven. Yeah, kid's huge. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, he. He's so much more mature than a seven, than most seven-year-olds. Especially when he's flipping you off, telling you "fuck you." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when we took Katie, like the moment she stepped over like the edge of the tub and saw a sea turtle like a foot away from her, she like teared up and almost oh, lost yeah. it. I was like, when y'all got back and Logan was like, "Katie cried over those yeah. turtles." I was like, yeah. <laughs> I did not expect it, but uh, it was it was an amazing experience. And I, I said to anybody, if you were ever in the Corpus Christi area, go by one, go by to support them. Uh, because they work their butts off there. They just, I mean, every time we have bad weather, they have a whole other batch of turtles coming in that they have to keep alive and then release. And it's a lot of work. It's not a huge crew. It's not a huge complex. Um, and they're, they're, it's, it's almost doing it out of the kindness of their hearts because they don't have a uh, huge funding coming into that either. Yeah. No, it, it's basically Amanda and volunteers. Um, like we were out there Monday. We stopped by and her mom and dad were out like cleaning the hedges and stuff. I mean, his parents. Um, <clears throat> so they, they rely on donations and they, they have a lot of volunteers. And But, you know, Tim's also an exotic vet, so he's not there as much to help out with that stuff. He's usually doing his normal job, too. So, um, yeah, any, any little bit helps those guys a lot. Yeah, it's it's such a cool place. And, and like I said, they, they get all those animals that, because you're not allowed to have anything in Corpus, they do have a bunch of uh, what we would normally think of as regular pets. But Corpus doesn't let you have anything. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so go check them out. Uh, but but the no- next show coming up is a new show, and it's very similar. It's the you know it's the Baton Rouge show, but in reality it's in Gonzales. Uh, yeah. But it's a it's a established reptile show area for another yeah. reptile show. But yeah, we've been at that show for a couple of years. I've been at it before, back when it was better. Rep the crap. Yeah. I mean it it was as good as is that show could have been, and then it man it went when it went downhill it it, it went down crashed hard. Yeah. Uh, but I am excited to see Herps there, uh, because that's a good area. You're, you're there between New Orleans and Baton Rouge, and it's it's a huge area. So everyone this weekend, go check out 
in Gonzales, outside of Baton Rouge, the Herp Show there. It's going to be a great one. Plus, that venue is is big. It's a, it's a big venue. Parking will not be a problem. It's got a lot of parking. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so that'll be great. Sean, I asked that's what I asked him on Sunday. I was like, "How is the load out there?" And he goes, "From what he remembers, it's got bay doors that go right. You get right up to the bay doors and go right in." Yeah. Because yeah. at the last New Orleans show when they moved us to that other part of the venue, that was brutal because it was like a long fucking way to well, get in and, there. And depending on where you're at at the at the show in in Baton Rouge, you could be like right there next to a bay door. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good location. Uh, Elizabeth Morse asked, "Why don't you change the names to the match location?" Because sometimes yeah. it's hard for people to understand where that location is. Yeah, exactly right. So, like, we get people that travel from all over, um, uh, like say Louisiana or Texas, but uh, nobody knows where Robstown, Texas, is. Nobody yeah. knows a lot. No, nobody from Texas that's coming to the Baton Rouge show or from Mississippi knows where Gonzales, Louisiana, is. Right. Um, and we actually looked in Baton Rouge. We the only venue that we could find there that was even close enough to the size. Um, was the Kane Center, and they want Ticketmaster to run it. And again, like with Corpus, you can't actually in Corpus. There's a really nice convention center there, but the laws inside the Corpus city limits prohibit you from owning half the stuff we have to show. So uh, it's more along the lines, like the Austin show is the Greater Austin show. It's in Leander, but nobody knows where Leander, Texas is. Right. If you're not from that area in Texas, you know you don't know. Um, so. It kind of gives more people a geographical area of where the show location is, you know, instead. Um, the address on the website and the maps and everything have the right address, but that's the reasoning. Yeah, there's some other shows that are, are really off when you get to it. Uh, there's, well, we talked about them earlier, but there's one where it's like the Memphis show in Tennessee, but it's not even in the state of Tennessee. It's, it's in, in Mississippi. Haven, Mississippi. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's right across the border in South Haven. It's not even in the same state. I'm like, come on, at least be in the same state. Wow. Uh, so that one always got me. But yeah, some of them yeah. are just, just tricky. Like I said, they don't they just don't know the places. Um, but that that's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. Let me go through the other Herp shows coming up real quick because uh, I know uh, Sean doesn't know them. Uh, but <laughs> after that, <laughs> I do know a few of them. I know I know a few of them. After that, you should know it's a home show for you. Is the Brian College Station Brian. show, March yeah. 11th and 12th. Again, looking forward to that. We're going to be there set up doing uh, recordings. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to try and get uh, our buddy. Uh, oh, my God. Names have been so hard lately in my head. I, I'm, I'm really worried about Alzheimer's. Uh, Blake. Jesus Christ. I'm going to try to get Blake for an interview for that one. Uh, but my parents are going to be in town for that. So I'm looking forward to that. They've never been to a Herp show. That's going to be fun We have for a them. cool Airbnb booked for that one. Yeah, we have a nice Airbnb for all of us. It's going to be great. Uh, my dad actually told me to tell you. I'm going to give you his number. He may get in town early on Friday, and he can help you. Uh, set up because I'll still be working. I won't okay. be there. But they're riding in on a motorcycle. They're they're taking his uh, motorcycle from Alabama to Texas. So we'll see how my mom does on her first long motorcycle trip. That should be interesting. But Brian College Station Show March 11th, 12th. Then out to Waco March 25th and 26th. Then back to Louisiana April 1st and 2nd for Slidell, which is always a good show. Uh, I love that location. Uh, I like Joe's Italian. I could go for some Joe's Italian. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much go for Joe's Italian in almost any location. Like, uh, that Conroe. Con- yeah. There's another one. There's another one somewhere. Too. Uh, Leander has a Joe's Italian. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> so, so yeah. You go to a Herp show. Just n- none of them are affiliated. No, none of them. They're not affiliated with each other. No. It's just a popular name. There's a lot of Joe's Italians. And then in Longview, we have the Tuscan pig Italian. That we yeah. Go, that's, that's like the one we go to when we're there. Uh, so Slidell, April 1st, 2nd, 
uh, Austin, Texas, April 22nd, 23rd. That's a new location from the last time? No, still in Leander. Still, still in Leander. So it's still, is it still, I'm trying to remember, I know at one point, is, is it that the location where, uh, the, the volleyball place? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the sport, it's the big sports center. Okay. And then the what? It's called the PAC. The PAC? Yeah. Right? PAC. Yeah. PAC yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because on, on the campus of my high school, we have a PAC, which is the performing arts center. Hmm. Uh, and then off to our home show, May 6th and 7th, back to Pearland. I'm looking forward to that. A second show here to see how that goes. Cause the first one did really well. Um, yep. so that's going to be good. And then back to Lake Charles. Yeah. That's where we're excited about that one. June 3rd and 4th. That was my first Herp show. Was Lake oh, Charles. really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And one of those is the show where I became a criminal and sold a carpet python. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Lee Reddy says, what's up y'all. And Corey Martin just said, hi, Sean. Hey Lee. Hey Corey. Corey is leaving for Peru tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. I think that's yeah. what she- what she She's just like following Blake around everywhere. I'm telling you, I just need it recorded. I need the two of them. It's going to make right. the best show ever. It's like the odd well, he's couple. He's already there. Yeah, he's been there like Is he really? Week? Yeah. Yeah, he's already there. Yeah. You haven't seen his anaconda you caught? And- no, I missed And that. then somebody posted a picture and they were like, 10 sec." He's like holding this green anaconda, you know, not a huge one, but pretty big. And like 10 seconds later, it's biting, trying to bite him in the face. And he's like holding it out here. Yeah. And it's a blurry picture of it coming at his face. Um, I... I just, it's like the odd couple, but traveling the world doing reptile stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it would make great content. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we had Corey on last week talking about that. I just, I just never would have imagined if anybody, I'm like, yeah, Corey will go visit these places, but I never would have been like with Blake. It's <laughs> not the way to go. So hopefully we've talked to Blake when he comes back about his travels around the world. Cause over the last several months, they've been very interesting. If anybody follows Blake Wilson online, if you don't, uh, it's worth a follow, especially when he had his bot fly. Yeah. R.I.P. Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, go back to real quick. Last show, the Conroe show is June 10th and 11th, uh, which I think will be pretty big. That's you know during summer and all. I think that'll be a pretty big one. So yeah. those are the upcoming Herp shows. Oh, all right. So, Sean, how's it been going? How's the shop going? Shop's doing good. Um, got uh, a little more headway made on the expansion. Um uh, speaking of, uh, we were talking about Tim and Amanda at the Sea Life Center. Uh, Tim's buddy in Florida has a juvenile female caiman lizard that oh. they're donating to me. I think what? Um, what? to put into that big pond. Um, so I gotta work on that because um, I've been looking for a, like a Weberite, you know, a big self in. Um, but that came out of the blue, so I think that's what I'm gonna do. But um, big old snail eaters. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's getting there. I think over the next couple of weeks, we're going to, I'm going to really hammer it hard after Baton Rouge um, to try to get everything organized and, and hopefully at least have some people that can, you know, can come by and check it out uh, when we have the Brian show. So that's going good. Um, and um, we've got five employees now, five staff. Uh, oh, wow. Everybody's doing a great job. So, yeah. Uh, Staying busy. Uh, I've been really busy. Sales have been really good. Um, I've got a long list that Kaylin sent me today of animals I need to get. I just got some really cool rough scale Samboas from Jimmy Ivory. Oh, sweet. He had four bred babies. Uh, so I bought those from him this weekend. Um, I love rough scale Samboas. They're awesome. They're beautiful. So that's I'm, so. that's gonna be awesome. I, I've always I've always wanted a Cayman lizard. I've said it before. It's it's one of the trickiest reptiles to set up properly. That's the, that's the, that's why you don't see adults and shit for sale. 
Yeah. Um, and we talked about that, you know, I talked to having like, you know, Tim Tristan and, and, um, like Cord Offerman and those guys that I can lean on that are, that are vets and, and Dr. Rob Coke and, and San Antonio Zoo. Um, you know, I never, I always thought they were really cool and they're kind of a bucket list for me, but I wanted to make sure they were set up. Cause if you go like to Moody Gardens in Galveston, they have that big mail in there and it's like, the setup's bigger than my house, yeah. you know, so maybe a little overkill, but still not, you know, um, it's not too far off of what they actually need, you know? Um, so that, I think with that pond that we have in the big setup that we're going to build, we'll be able to get a nice, long, healthy life and be a cool animal for display for sure. Yeah, there's um, I haven't been there in years, but the uh, the Nashville Zoo always had an amazing exhibit because it was a uh, it was a giant wall of aquarium up to chest high, and then land behind it and trees coming over, and then they were sectioned off in a section, but with huge Amazonian fish, and then one huge section probably ten foot long, and then probably ten fifteen foot deep, and then another ten foot tall, tall was you know half water, and then caiman lizards over this like big thing of Amazonian fish hanging out on the branch and like. Where's that yeah. at? Nashville. Mm. And uh, I, I almost got a job there. So I got, I was walking around the back and all that. It was cool. And then I didn't get the job and I was very sad. But, uh, <laughs> but it, it's such a cool setup for those guys. Yeah, I've seen them sold at shows before. And then when I see yeah. them sold, I'm just like, uh, that's probably not going to make it. Cause yeah. it's not a, it's not an, an option. You can't be like, ah, I'll just give it a big water bowl. No. Like, that's not how they live. So, uh, and unfortunately, they're not something that's like super hard to get because I've seen them and, and you can get them. Yeah, they come in from time to time and they're usually little and they're all, you know, of course, they're all imports, but they usually don't last for more than a few months. But man, a full grown one sitting on a branch over the water with lights and plants behind them. It's it's amazing. You probably yeah. the only other thing comparable to it is, like you said earlier, a cell fin, a big, pretty yeah. male cell fin doing the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be great. Uh, you've got the the cave going yeah yeah we're still gonna we need to finish the ceiling out uh in there but yeah it's pretty much done that's where the actual pond that the caiman lizard is going to go is in the big cave and um i still have to build it out um but you know when i find time to do that i guess i will i still need to build a pen out here for grant at the house so uh there's lots of stuff to do but uh the other side you know robert delivered those those um big enclosures for the for the tur- uh, tortoises I'm tortoise move, coffins yeah the big tortoise coffins i'm actually going to move uh my other two redfoots over uh next week from the house here um and set them up in there too so um it's it's pretty much everything's kind of staged where it's going to go we just need to find the time to actually put it in its place and get everything done you really kind of lucked into a, a pretty good setup there building wise um but that, I think that cooler that you're using a storage room now is the is the cave. That's really cool transition from one room to the other, and then the other shop next door opening up at kind of just the right time. Um, so I, I really like the location there for that. Period. Yeah, I, it, we did get lucky with it. I mean, we we kind of knew too uh, when we took over that lease. Um, sorry, um, that that was going to become available. Yeah. Next door, we didn't know it was going to become available so quickly, <laughs> but we knew it was going to be an option for us. Um, we knew that they hadn't renewed their lease, so it was, you know, and lucky enough, the guys next door, you know, were, were really cool with them. So they let us go take a look at it before they were even out of there. So we kind of got some ideas ahead of time of what we were going to do with the space, but it's still evolving, you know. Um, it so we're quickly pretty outgrew the original space. Very quickly, very quickly. 
Uh, I have more animals in my back room beside between my quarantine rooms um, and my grow racks and stuff uh, than I do on my floor right now. Um, so once those guys get out of quarantine, it's time to get them out there, you know. When I didn't leave your your other location, well, it's not other location, the same location, but the original room basically didn't leave room for display cages. And for a shop like yours, that's really what you need is those cool big display animals that people really can't buy, like a caiman lizard, a huge display caiman lizard, or some of your yeah. big tortoises that people are going to be able to see now. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to yeah, that. It'll be good. Uh, what else you got going on herps wise? Just show, show, shows. Yeah, we're we're leaving for Baton Rouge Thursday. Um, you know, ready to kick ass at that show. And then we, you know, we have the home show back. Um, so, and Brian, um, again, we've gotten a lot of on the ground marketing done for that show. There's not a place to put billboards up here. They're, they're not available as far as like what we do, uh, in other places. So having the shop is kind of an advantage to us to, you know, get some local marketing going constantly. Um, we're being doing some news interviews with Rusty Surrett at KBTX here. Um, hopefully we get a little more coverage than we're used to, you know, yeah. since it is a home show. Um, he comes into the trinket quite a bit. So, um, working those angles and just trying to get, you know, trying to get the people in the door. Well, we've talked about before. I think you do one of the things that, one of the things that really impresses me about that show is the fact that you closed the shop down because yeah. we know a lot of folks in this business that would try to do whatever they could to make as much money as possible and as many avenues as they could. And as a good show promoter, knowing that, yeah, the show is there for you to make money, but it's also there for the vendors to make money. You shut down the shop so that none of those sales get lost to the shop and that yeah. they go to the vendors. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, we send, we, we send everybody to the shop or to the show that weekend. Um, plus, you know, it's, it's fun for my employees. My employees love what they do. My staff are into animals. They're into reptiles. They want to go to the show and interact. And you'll, you'll see them walking around the show, you know, buying stuff they're themselves or dragging me over to say, hey, we need this for the shop. And we need that, especially Kaylin. Um, Just tell that 12-year-old like, girl need. to shut up. Yeah, no, she's, she's been amazing. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it also pushes people to go to the show because they can't come to the shop. Um, so we'll, we'll close down Friday and Saturday and Sunday will be closed all day at the pet store. Um, and hopefully everybody will come to the show. I'm looking forward to it. It's also the beginning of spring break and I know neither one of y'all understand that, but I'm tired of kids. <laughs> I'm so tired Doesn't of kids. Yeah. Just, I need a week away from other people's children. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we've got someone else just talking to themselves in the green room. We should probably bring him in. I feel bad. He looks kind of like let him sit for a while. He's fine. Okay, we can leave him there for a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, animal wise, since you could see a lot of stuff, what's the coolest thing you've seen at shows lately? Coolest animal you've seen? You're like, oh man, I don't really see those at shows that often or anymore. Oh man, um, God, I've seen so much stuff. Um, the African file snakes are pretty cool. Um, seeing some big adults. I've seen a few of those here and there. Yeah. Rick, Rick um, had a couple, I think this weekend. Really? Yeah. Rick got, Rick had a couple this weekend that were just amazing. They were, they were beautiful. Um, God, there's really not a whole lot that I haven't seen recently. I mean, I'd love to see, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to see some, like, I'd love to see someone really like work on Australian frills and, um, you know, I've seen some really cool geckos lately. Um, uh, but yeah, it's been, I don't know. I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of jaded in that aspect cause I get to see so much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I saw some really 
stunning corn snakes this weekend. Um, some salmon snows and stuff that were really cool. But, um, you, you know, you, you walk through a show and you see, I'm usually running around trying to fix shit. Um, but, you you know, you just, you used to not see like all Dabras and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Now you're seeing Dabras and you're seeing a few other things here, here and there pop up. Um, Pete had some really nice um, of his, you know, his star babies there. His star tort babies yeah, were there. I didn't even want to look um, at them. Yeah, they were really nice. Rob Roy, had had, Rob Roy had some, uh, that was Rob Roy, right? It was there this weekend? Rob Roy and Eric Tomatoes, yeah. yeah. He had a couple of wild-caught Florida corn snakes that were just gorgeous, just normal yeah. corn snakes that were beautiful. Yeah. Is it Pete that has the uh, the Gila's? Who's it that brings Gila's? That Jerry, Sam- uh, Jerry Salmon. Jerry Salmon. He had them last time, but someone bought both of those. I wanted those so bad. Those are so, those are killer Gila's. Some bright orange babies at one point. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah. You know, think. and Pete's got a lot of projects on the back burner that nobody knows about. You know, he's got those orange, those crazy orange and blue Euromastics and uh, the um, his Ackies, his red Ackies that he's bogarting from everyone. <laughs> um, you know, but then when David Elgin's there, he's got oh, the Colocas yeah. and uh, the, you know, the Beauty Anoles, which we have a pair of the Beauty Anoles at the shop. Um, lots of people look at those, but. They're like, oh, I don't know about that price. price but yeah, but I mean, come on. Fair price. Yeah, if you if anybody's wanting to get into what I think is going to be one of the next big lizards, look up Eclectic Reptile and look at the yeah. knolls that he works with. Um, I think that I think oh. they're going to be big. Yeah, ours at the shop are starting to get the their coloring in. It looks it, they're looking awesome. Uh, so we're excited about that too. Um, probably we'll end up getting some colors. I've got a really cool. I mean. It's one of the most, I mean, cool underrated species, but the um, my Australian water dragon, I mean, you guys have seen him at the shop. He's amazing, but you just don't see those, you know, around like that. You know, yeah. again, one of those things that you have to have a lot of water for, and, and he's got like a 20-gallon tank in the bottom of it, just as enclosure. Those are the brown um, ones, right? We uh, He's red and black. Red and black. We had he's some, awesome. the zoo I interned at had, I'd only, before I'd interned there, I'd only ever seen water dragon, the green water dragons. Um but they had some. Yeah, of, not, yeah, not the Chinese water dragons. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. They had some of the Australian water dragons. I was like, man, that's a cool looking lizard. You just don't see them anywhere. Yeah, we've got a really cool male at the shop. Um, uh, you know, but he gets a lot of attention. But it's again, it's one of those things where if someone's just thinking, "Oh, that's a cool lizard," we're kind of dissuading them unless they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was gonna say our our uh, our Canadian friend. I use that loosely because they're Canadian. Uh, see anal side exotics. Uh, said, do you get many thefts at shows, or is it pretty good your way? Um, they happen from time to time. I mean, we've 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 had them happen. We've caught people actually. We had yeah. people arrested at Conroe before um, for for being caught. But yeah, they do happen. Uh, but they happen at every show. I mean, I've had I've had attempted thefts of my own stuff when I was vending uh, with the whole deli cup trick, you know. But um, but yeah, especially when big crowds like that. It, I didn't hear anything happen this weekend. That doesn't mean that it didn't. You had a vendor uh, who thought a whole display got stolen. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was unpacking and got too busy and set a cage with some geckos out behind his vehicle and left it. Oh, shit. Thought he was done. And so we pulled it inside and the next day he came in freaking out, thinking somebody stole it off of his table. Sean, uh, he happened to, Sean happened to be standing there talking to me at my 
booth and he walked up and was like, Sean, somebody stole the whole display off my, and before yeah, he goes, he goes, right did I have leopard geckos in it? And Sean goes, yeah, he goes, come on, you left in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy was like, I just got so He was so upset with someone himself. I, someone I know? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we talked about it last episode or the episode before. I mean, our, our friend, the Reddies had one of their chameleons stolen at the NARBC show, just right out of the cage. And, um, and that centipede. There actually might be a there actually might be an update on that. I know that Lee's in the chat. Um, huh? So yeah, I don't know if he wants to say anything or if he followed up on it. We'll see, we'll, see. we'll uh, give him time. And then uh, um, yeah. tie dye exotics had yeah. the really expensive centipede stolen. Someone else had a really expensive invert stolen that weekend. I've had one rack stolen. I've talked about it on here, but it was just a bait that and switch crazy. thing. <laughs> but I've had numerous, at least four or five in the last year people wait till like the 59th day after the show and then file a charge back Which for is still what fat. they bought yeah. at the show Which and is still, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah so and i've won all but two of those two of those i just lost they just um but you know i guess that's the cost of doing business unfortunately there's some shitheads out there well like i said sean and i at, at the conroe show sat down with a vendor who who felt very confident that they would never get stolen from and, and basically told them, look, I don't care how much you think it's not going to happen. It'll totally fucking happen to you because mm-hmm. they're better at stealing from you than you are at catching them. And and again, that whole mentality of I hope someone would is the wrong mentality. The mentality should be I'm going to stop someone ahead of time. Yeah. Um, and so, again, it, it's uh, you don't have to spend a ton on a setup for a show to have a fancy table. But you do need to take some precautions and at least pay attention because they're really good, especially the, the old – deli cup trip we've talked about before they're really good at that one mm-hmm. and they don't work alone on those nope so uh lee ready said we have a good lead just trying to figure out and confirm some info well i hope that um i hope that the animal is still alive and that you get it back at least it is alive it actually is in the if we if it's the right one it's in the hands of an actual keeper that um it got resold to oh man um through proper channels but um uh, I'm, I'm help. I was helping Lee out with that today, actually. So I, I didn't hadn't heard back if he had gotten any info. But um, the person who it was sold to, who resold it, uh, is healthy. Um, well, just so. there's, there's not a lot of high quality panther chameleon gecko. Well, no, that was that was, that chameleon. That was raiders. a sambava. I think Lee's the only one in the United States yeah. with that size sambavas. Anyway, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it makes it easy. When you find yeah. it, to know that that one's his. Lee's like, yeah, I didn't sell it to you. So, yep, that's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but like going back to canal side exotics, it feels weird saying it that way. Uh, yeah. Th- theft, unfortunately, is something that's going to happen no matter where you're at. Um, yeah. But a well-run show happens less, I think, than others. But that doesn't say that shows where it happens are not well-run. Um, it also is on the vendor to just – you got to be aware. Some, some vendors just – they get complacent, they get comfortable, or they just get busy. Yeah, and, get busy. And it happens. Well, there's a reason that we put cameras up in our stores and we put cameras up in our homes. And Unfortunately, people know, suck. We lay yeah. things out so that um, that it prevents theft. You know, I used to do loss prevention years ago for uh, a now company that doesn't exist, Foley's, which was a large um, uh, department store. Yeah. And we had professional thieves that would come in every day we would deal with different professional thieves and uh they're good yeah. they're really 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 good you know they and i'm there's the same that steal 
steal reptiles. I mean, yep. there's a reason we have locks on all of our, our enclosures at shows. Uh, there's a reason that people, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the netting. There are many other things you can do than the netting. I think the netting does look does look bad, does look cheap, and um, when people throw the net over it, so it's not easy to take. But you can put, uh, you know, angled uh, windows or whatever at the front of your table that they had they can't reach over to get stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can do. So. Uh, when you go to a show, if you're planning on vending a show, walk around, look at the other tables, look at the other setups, and get an idea of go, okay, I can do this, I can do that. You don't have to spend an arm and a leg to do it right. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, well, and, you know, it also goes back to, you know, even when we're busy is just keep an eye on your, your fellow vendor. If you see something sketchy, yeah. you know. That's why you should talk to other it. vendors. Yeah, there's a lot of people that I don't get that. They don't go around and talk to other, other vendors. I mean, there's vendors that have been doing this you know, longer than we have that don't know anybody else in the room, um, which just surprises the hell out of me. You know, um, there, there, you should be able to know and trust people around you, you know? Yeah. Bring him um, in. I, 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 poor I, bastard. I, I would have forgot. He was I, there. I didn't forget. He's there. I keep seeing him in the corner. All right. So I'm going to bring in another one of our guests that we've had him on here before. Uh, our friend, Max Hicks. How's it going, Max? I'm doing well. Ma- Max, Max, I'm Ma- like the Ricky Gervais of the show. Y'all just mm. keep you're, you're not that funny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Sean, uh, when I'm in College Station, I'm a I'm gonna help you out with lighting. You are you are blue. <laughs> He's blue. Da ba dee da ba. Ask him how much he fucking cares. Now I'm Max. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better. Better. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I don't have I don't have Max money to go do a professional studio setup and shit. I got oh, hey, it's, it's OPM. So speaking of eclectic reptiles, the reason I have this camera is because I bought David's old camera and then he updated his. Mm. And uh, and I, I just looked at a couple bird photos I'd done and my options were limited because it would front focus a little bit on the nose rather than the eye. And I was like, that's a four thousand shit. If they yeah. can see me in here, I don't care if I'm blurry. I'm ugly as fuck anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm using my laptop camera. I don't even have a. I don't even have a camera set up in here. So but yeah, I don't I don't I, I'm this. This room's <laughs> in disarray right now because ever again, everything's changing. There's there's no consistency here on my end. But uh, so you brought up David again. I just kind of go back to the show thing. Uh, when I say you don't have to spend a ton on a setup, there's there is the opposite end of that spectrum where I think David yeah. uh, he has spent a lot, but. When you see it and you walk up to his setup, you're like, yeah. But you don't have to do Every that. Every time I see his setup, it's better and better. And I well, mean, he, he was the one with the soft light first, and now he's got the big, you know, it, it just looks better every time. So David actually, whenever we were doing the, for the sponsorship, um, he sent me out a branding booklet, like of how the logo should look on everything. So he's done a really good job and he's, I mean, he's doing that on purpose, you know, he's building a name and a brand for himself. Um, and he's doing a great job at it. That's just marketing on his part. But, um, but yeah, he, he's very serious about that. And there's a lot of people that should, you know, look at that and say, that's something they aspire to do again within budget. Yeah, we get it. We understand that, but making your setup look professional and clean draws people to your, uh, you know, to your table, more animals like that. Again, you don't, I think another problem is people go up and they see something like David's setup and they go, Oh, I gotta do that now. No, you don't. You don't, you're not selling. $2,000 $2,000 lizards to somebody like yeah. his, his weekend pays for his entire setup. He's going to use all year. He's good. You're selling some pastel ball pythons that other people <laughs> stay in your lane. 
and you can get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't kill yourself by spending a ton of money right away and then realize, oh no, I have no money left because I spent all the money right away. And yeah, now, just get one, just get one thing at a time. Just, you know, a, a get, tablecloth get or a tablecloth or lights or you know, just a little bit at a time. You know. You know, and that's another thing. Like I said, walk around, talk to other keepers. You'll find out a lot of us like those the five lights because I, I love those five lights. They're not expensive, yeah. and they give you a professional look on your table. Mm-hmm. Um, a simple black tablecloth, but you can get like a uh, sublimated tablecloth for not that expensive with your logo on it. If you have a logo, that's fine. Or just a simple black tablecloth off of Amazon. Dude, a queen sheet fits an eight-foot table. See? I would argue that what's more important than the – Table is a person behind it. I don't care yes. how nice the setup is. If the person's behind it like this, not only are they not going to get more customers, but they're also 100%. more likely to get stolen from. Yep, 100%. So. <laughs> the ready said iron your tablecloth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Iron your tablecloth. You just carry around a little steamer with us. Um, the readies are one that they've started off one way with their setup, and where they're at now is is a huge difference. And, and they, they grew into their setup. Um you know, unfortunately, they realized that it can be stolen out of, which we would not have thought of. And so I'm sure some steps will have to be taken to fix that. But going from what they have to that huge cage setup they have now, which I think is very impressive. But again, it goes to Max. Uh, a big important thing about your setup is the person behind the table. And the two of them are two of the best vendors I've seen at a show when it comes to dealing with customers. Well, and mm-hmm. Robert used to be a cop, and he's going to tell you crimes are crimes of opportunity. You yep. know, like people are looking for victims. Uh, in fact, uh, th- there was a study done where they took, uh, criminals and they would have them watch videos of women and they would be able to tell you who, like which one of those women had been attacked within the past year based yep. off of the way that they walked. And, you know, it's it just about, you know, kind of being more alert and aware of your surroundings. And it's just like, you know, if, if you look like you're present, that that's going to First of all, do you tons of favors? I, I worked a capital murder one time, a robbery homicide, and uh, this is a reptile podcast. I know, but the guy literally <laughs> That's a true said crime he podcast. Was, we'll get more listeners. The guy said he was walking down the road, saw the lady in her driveway, wasn't looking to rob anybody, wasn't looking to do anything. Saw the lady in her driveway, cleaning out her car. Her purse was sitting on the trunk. She was down in the car, not paying attention, and he said, "Oh." I'm going to go steal that purse. And when he walked up, she confronted him and he ended up stabbing her and killing her. Jesus. 100% crime of opportunity. It happens. There's some people that may not come to a show with the intention of stealing, but they see something. You make it easy for them. That they want and they're like, oh, that's easy. I'm just going to take that. Um, It's funny because when I first took Brooke to a show, I would put together different things to take photos of people's animals. And I would just run over to Andy's table give a wave, grab something and walk over to somebody else's table to set up a little setting to take photos. You know, so I was taking things off of people's table left and right. And, you know, <laughs> hey, Max. It, it's, it's me. Hey, Max. Yeah. Whenever I come see wherever the hell you live, I'm going to change your microphone setting so you don't sound like you're in a tin can. How about that? That's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that better? Worse? I mean, it still sounds like you're just in a bigger still, tin can. Yeah. Wow. Now, you're just, just, now you're just like molesting. I'm the soggy bottom boys. <laughs> the one person who's supposed to have all the professional equipment? Yeah. Yeah, is in the middle of moving. Well, get your shit together, Max. Come on, Max. Uh, that's the reason I'm moving. <laughs> you that can, sounds better. You're bringing down the quality of this amazing, high quality podcast. 
Are you moving to a house where the bathtub won't freeze when it gets cold outside? <laughs> I've already moved out of that. This oh, house has gas backup. No, the, the, the whole idea of the move right now is to save up money to buy. Um, Smart. Yeah. It, the goal is to buy by the end of the year. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm cutting back a lot. Uh, I'll be taking a couple extra animals to College Station. Um, I got to get my Cayman foster for six months because of where I'm moving. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, a, a lot of big changes, but it's also going to help. Uh, the, the move's also going to help throughout the summer because I've got two trips. I gave up Zimbabwe. I was supposed to go with Blake and Corey. It's your and, fault. We don't have that recorded. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah it's, it's, I would have been the fourth ass in that photo. No, I'm glad um, you didn't go in. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, so I gave that up for Indonesia and, um, and so I'll be going to see Komodo dragons and Solaris dragon snakes, different things, staying on a houseboat. It's, it's going to be pretty So cool. now instead of rooting for you to get eaten by a bear, I can root for you to get eaten by a Komodo dragon. Right. So on Wikipedia, my favorite sentence on Wikipedia, it says that the Komodo dragon will sometimes in order to swallow a goat, ram its face against a tree to help force the goat down. And sometimes they hit the tree so hard, they knock it over. You do look, and you are the size of a goat. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, with the travels, um, it's going to help work out a lot with the kid. Um, you know, uh, Zeppelin will be one in June. And so, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's been fast, and I'm perpetually tired. That's the why I have the light position here for the bags under my eyes. <laughs> So it's um, he he was up basically all night last night because of wh- whatever dust storm that was that blew through, um, and uh, of course everyone's nose kind of closed up here. But uh, but, but yeah, so I'll, I'll be doing travels, but that's gonna help work out a lot, help with the kids. Um, but ultimately, the goal is one hundred percent own something because um, uh, it's expensive. Every, everything's expensive right now. Yes, so. life is expensive. <laughs> yeah, li- living, having, I, I got my 1099 uh, this year, and I was like, where did all of that go? <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, but in, in reference to, you know, people who try and move too fast, uh, my favorite off. thing in the world is OPM, other people's money. So, I need you know, some other people's money. Well, that's why we all get sponsors, right? So, wait, sponsors are supposed to pay you? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, so, something like that, or free stuff. So I've That's got, I, I'm in the middle of doing a herping truck video setting up for spring. Uh, how it started, I kind of just looked at my tires and I was like, oh, well, I guess I need new tires. Well, what if I got all terrains and I lifted just a little bit? Okay, well, what about lights? And so now it's, it's turning into a whole truck because I've only seen two other videos on it, and that is Camp Kennan who put. Yeah, he did a good one. Yeah, that's that's out of reach for most people though. So I'm like, okay. I mean, he because he then, drove that thing out to like Arizona or New Mexico or something for them to work on it. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And it's, it, I mean, it's a taco. It's a fa- it's a fantastic truck. Don't get me wrong. But as far as reasonably reasonable people who are looking for a couple modifications for a herping vehicle, you know, just a couple things to keep in mind. Um, and then uh, Miguel did one too, uh, but his was more. He definitely used his, but his was a Ford Raptor, and yeah, I mean it oh, was geez. it was an Iron Man truck, and that was he definitely used it. 
because I talked to him about it, but it was definitely kind of a Gucci truck too. So it's not a, it's not quite a mall crawler, but you know it's um, it was shiny. You don't need a big truck. You're a little guy. You're good. Oh me? No, I I, I just need to haul people, get, haul things. We just get you one of those little Tonka trucks. Tonka trucks. I actually went to a a monster truck jam. Uh, I'll, I'll get more into this, but I've been using AI a lot. Please don't get more into it. Can we talk about <laughs> not trucks? So, Hi, Katie. Well, I've been using AI on, 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 on getting sponsors and different things. I've been writing proposals using ChatGPT, and that helps me focus more. On so you haven't been writing proposals. The computer's been oh, writing proposals. Exactly, exactly. I'll, I'll tweak them to make sure it works. So the computer's been getting sponsors. I've got three monster truck tickets, which I, I went like this, acting like I was driving them. Uh, a little dumb video. I love but, that uh, stuff, though. It's been great. Yeah. On my latest video, I did AI voices. So I did David Attenborough. Is that the David, okay, I saw the beginning of that, the David Attenborough voice. Yeah. So oh. that that's a complete AI. And then I did Joe Rogan. And I got involved in that because I saw the Joe Rogan, like, male enhancements scam where he's, like, talking about it, but it's not actually him. <laughs> I was like, wow, that sucks. So what I'm gathering is I'm that Max, it. as a creator does not create anything anymore. <laughs> His computer doesn't create really AI. The computer just does it all for him, and Max takes the credit. Sounds like a win to me, man. I hope you get Work eaten by that damn smarter, lizard. smarter, not harder. I'm, I hope you know I'm rooting for the oh. lizard. Oh, me too, because then I don't have student loans. So, you know. Be, be, like, but, be like Betty White from uh, Lake Placid. I'm rooting yeah. for the gator. What? And, and that's that's my Cayman's name is Betty White. Nice. <laughs> Which Did I ever tell you all how I got that Cayman? No, but I'm sure you will. Oh yeah, well, um, it, it was uh, from a meth, uh, a meth, meth dealer's drug bust, and they were you there getting meth, and then what? just decided to grab the thing. <laughs> well, um, Parks and uh, Parks and Wildlife <laughs> contacted Mario and Brandy because they thought it was an American alligator. They show up and they go, "Well, it's not, but we'll take it." And then I found it at a college station show, and um, and they just didn't want it to go to somebody who asked. Uh, who kept asking, oh, is it nice? <laughs> no, it's not No, nice. it's not the Cayman. What the fuck are you expecting? Yeah. yeah. It's going to eat your fucking face. <laughs> yeah, no, no so, doubt. Uh, that's like when folks ask about tokes. Like, is it a nice toke? No, that's not why you get tokes. Hey, guys, real quick. I got to run. I got to go pick up something from Lori's shop. Hi, Katie. Hi. Love you guys. <laughs> Mac, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I'm in the worst place to stop talking. We, will, we will see you, you in a week. Yes, ma'am. All right, man. Love you. Later, guys. Love you, too. Wow. His comment blew me away. Well, I bet it did. Wait, what? Because he was blue. God, you're dumb. Mm. I love you, Max. <laughs> I love you, Max. I am, so I am going to make a post. I'm throwing this out there. I am going to make a post on our Facebook right now. Uh, anybody that wants to join the, the feed tonight, Come uh, on. go click the link, and you'll join our green room, and, and I'll slowly bring you in, and you can, you can make fun of Max in person as well. Yeah. This isn't in person, but it's in person ish. It's, Sorry, co- it's co- this, this is COVID in person. I was being a responsible parent. So I need to watch. I need to watch your new your new video, Max. I started watching it and then I got on here and I didn't have time to finish it. But I saw you went to California. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, there there was a lot. I, I wanted to stick to the storyline in that video. There was a lot I did that I didn't include. Um, of course, I, I went to Mike's place. Um, and he has Sean's favorite book, The Snakes of Ireland. Oh, yeah. And, um, but he is the 
my favorite person to talk to about elephant trunk snakes. Cause what a weird uh, fucking snake. Oh, but he's so meticulous about it because you have to have, you know, perfect filters, perfect, you know, pH, um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, he he has it down to a science. It's it's and... a flaccid penis in snake form. <laughs> okay, okay. I've held one once at a Conroe show. And I'm like a flaccid penis. Yeah, and, and an elephant trunk snake. It was a fun show. Uh, <laughs> but I held an elephant trunk snake at a show once, and it just it it doesn't look right. <laughs> it looks like a seal that got turned into a snake. It's definitely not something that's supposed to be out of the water. It's like when everybody sees, like everybody's vision of a blobfish is the wrong. Like that's not what that fish looks like. <clears throat> everybody sees a blobfish and they go, "That's a weird looking fish." So that's because it's dead now. It, it is now uh, been crushed by the pressure and it's now dead. Uh, it, underneath the water, it looks like a normal fish. It's so, kind of like a, uh, a a disfigured ball python. You know? Oh, it's so cute. It's not supposed to look like that. <laughs> but it's got a cleft lip. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah, it does. You're right. It does. Oh. So. But yeah, I mean, California was cool. I mean, I obviously am from Texas, so I had my biases going in. And I tried to leave those at the door. No, nah, it's all right. But California was either really cool or really trashy. But it's got three million people. So, I mean... You know, the, the amount of graffiti that was there, it's like they don't focus on stopping graffiti. Um, well, you know, any place that doesn't have sweet tea is not worth visiting. Yeah, well, in uh, and I mean, I learned a lot about food there, too, because they call it Popeye's Texas chicken there um, rather than just Popeye's chicken. Pop and then Popeye's, Popeye's is not Louisiana. Texas. It's Louisiana. Oh, uh, let's see. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Churches. Churches, Texas. Churches. Texas chicken. Okay. Um, I don't know about that one. And then... Uh, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, they don't have uh, kolaches. Kolaches are a Czech Texas thing. Yeah. Oh, 100% Texas thing. Yeah. And I, I went to a donut shop and I was like, can I get a kolache? And they were like, what? I was like, am I the one that's wrong here? Yes. No, you're, you're definitely wrong. <laughs> well, we went out there for a bowl game in college and we all went out to eat and people were like, can we get sweet tea? We don't have sweet tea, but we have sugar on the table. Nope. Nope. Not the yeah. same thing. Go away. Have you done chemistry? As you, you do not mix it in after it's cold. Get out of here. Right. At that point, you get sweetener. That helps, but it's not it's not the same, but it's better than unsweet. California. Although Texas is becoming California. so I mean... They're just all moving here. Okay, uh, Yo, can do whatever you want. Just stay quiet. Don't tell mommy I said that. Love you. <laughs> yes, you can get a scent. But can they? So, can they really? Uh, <laughs> we, when well, Joe was big enough to start moving around on her own, we took all of her snacks and put them on the bottom shelf so they were within her reach of mm -hmm. the stuff that I was okay if like she ate the whole box of you know, like with, so she learned how to forage for her own snacks and food it was beautiful with Waverly we have put locks on the pantry that she has pried off she will climb the pantry like oh wow like she is a a mastermind uh, I mean she, she Joe's never a climber no she never climbed on stuff yeah no Waverly's gotten there, got there going to either end up a great leader or in prison like there, there's no in between for this one. Like, and so that that's up to me to kind of point in the right direction, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, um, I mean, they're, they're great. They're like kids are so different, um, from like each other. Um, yes, because that's how people work, Max. So yeah, but it's people are different. I, than I'm, each trying other. To, I'm trying to find how how quickly their personalities develop 
I don't know. It, it, it's, it's oh, you'll find they, I, I, they can be shitheads really early. It's mm, yeah. So or that like four, three, four, and five is my favorite age because that's when like kids say things that are just like, oh, that's that's adorable. Um, mm. you know. So and, and of course, because it just doesn't process for them. It's like, oh, you remember that snake? Oh yeah, we don't have that snake anymore. Yeah, because it died. You know, it's just like, <laughs> they will definitely tell everyone everything you've said around them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going to repeat that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, that's why I'm stuttering a lot. I'm like, oh, what, what can I say? Because yeah. not no, only do I have to no, keep it I had a kid today after recess tell me he had a cramp in his butt. And I was like, <laughs> I just looked at him. I was like, what? And he was like, it's a little embarrassing. And I was like... But why'd I mean, you say it? You're telling me about it. So I was like, okay, I said, so, so what's the plan here? Because they know when they come to me to tell me a problem, a problem without a solution is whining, and I don't tolerate that very well. So I well, need a well, solution. And he was like, well, I said, okay, well, I said, well, what were you doing? And he's like, well, we were playing tag, and I got scared. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he clenched his butt too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so in my head, I'm thinking, all right, so you clenched your butt, and that's why your muscles cramping. I said, well, how about this? How about you just rest when you go to specials, and we'll see. Because I'm like, you've music. What are you like? Surely you'll just be like chilling and music. Oh no, they were like up running around. So an hour later, when I picked him up, he's like, Miss Lewis, it still hurts. I said, Well, what did you do in music? Well, I didn't rest. Said, okay. I said, why don't you rest in class? You can sit on the rug. You can sit in your chair, you know, find somewhere comfortable. Just rest for like 20 minutes. I was, I'm thinking, I'm not sending you to the nurse because your butt muscles cramping. Like, I'm <laughs> just, I'm not hurt. doing it. And I'm not rubbing it for you. So like 20 minutes later, he <laughs> came up and he was like, Hey, you were right. It feels better after I rested. I'm like, I'm glad you feel better. Have a great day. <laughs> you ever seen that little... It's on TikTok and stuff, and it's like this little blonde-headed boy. He's probably three, sitting in the back seat, and you can tell it's like middle of summertime, and he's just red-faced, and his hair's all sweaty, and he says, I'm sweaty, mama. He's like got this super like oh. southern Alabama accent, and uh, sounds like your brother. <laughs> and uh, kind of looks like your brother, too, actually. And she goes, oh, you are? He goes, yeah, my butt crack and my balls. And she goes, butt crack and balls. Oh, my, okay. <laughs> I'm like, today I was out there like working and I, I said that too. exactly how he does out loud. And I was like, I feel you, little boy. Because yeah. that's, uh, yeah. see, all of y'all stories are of cute little kids. Uh-huh. I had a kid today tell me they thought about getting a tattoo of an L on their left hand and an R on their right hand so they could remember we're left and right. <laughs> this kid's 14. built in. This yeah. kid's 14. She's, and she's like, that way when I take my driver's test, I'll be able to know. I'm like, you tell me in the next two years, you still won't know what left and right are. I'm like, bless her. Hmm. She, she, mm-hmm. She's blonde. She's gotta do the cha cha slide more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I my my best cutest kid story right now is uh, I installed a bidet a couple months Whoa, ago. Whoa, okay, best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it, now yeah, we're gonna hear about Max's butthole. Come on, well, <laughs> definitely pay the extra twenty bucks to get the hot water installment. Nah, That's, I like the cold water. But but I leave to go to a solar appointment, and then I come back because they were waiting on their wife to get home. So I, I reconvened for the hour, and the girls had a friend over who used my um, my bathroom rather than the main bathroom. Don't know why. And I turn the corner because I hear them all talking. And this poor girl doesn't know how to turn it off. And she's just panicked and water spraying from my toilet to the wall. And, you know, I just left and I turn it off. But the look on her poor face was just priceless because she's never seen one. And I was too scared to ask. They have a built-in water fountain. 
High pressure, though. <laughs> I was cleaning the toilet at the shop last Friday or Thursday before Rachel got there. And uh, I did, so you could turn it to like off or regular or the other. And uh, I normally would turn it off before I clean, but I didn't. It was just something. And then you, you has another knob that that's how you actually adjust the pressure. Turn it on and, and I'm cleaning and I'm standing in front of it. And I guess I hit the thing and it <laughs> hit me right in the freaking chin. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, that hurts. It's a little bit different from those automatic misters yes. when you're working on Crescent Gecko. <laughs> yeah. Or the oh, produce man. at HEB. Now we're talking about buttholes again. Go figure. Whatever. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who Facebook user. Is it Dax? I wonder if it's Dax. I don't know. Probably. I'm looking. Uh, again, anybody wants to join, just uh, just go over to our Facebook page. Click on the link and uh, you can shoot right into this this live video feed and be on the show for a little like, bit. We can talk about whatever. Like, uh, shooting water into buttholes. We can talk about shooting water and buttholes if you want to. Uh, it's a great conversation. So uh, just look at some of the things that were posted over on the um, discussion. But there were some interesting things in the discussion group this week. Travis Wyman posted this little gecko that actually, under a black light, is blue. Like, shines bright blue. It's a uh, uh, Namib web-footed gecko. Cool little one. Just go look at a picture at. I posted, speaking of David Attenborough, I posted a David Attenborough uh, video of betas building a nest and laying eggs and that whole process, which I think is super cool. Even though most people shouldn't own betas because they just want to have two males and watch them puff up because people suck. Uh, I also posted a video of chameleon laying eggs. Well, not laying eggs, giving live <laughs> birth. It was giving live birth. That, the chameleon eggs thing was a different one. I'll go that too. But this is a yeah, chameleon giving live birth. And she's just like, she's walking up this bush, just dropping babies as she goes through the bush. They don't give live birth, though, do they? Some do. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, this one definitely does. I watched the I baby come out of its out of its booty down. hole. That's not where it comes from. Well, there's only one hole. It has to come from that hole. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they only had one hole. How do you not? Cloaca, only hole. On chameleons? On all reptiles and birds. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now you do. And dinosaurs. Uh, learn something new every day. One hole for it all. Okay. One ring. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. Yeah, I can't see who it is. It's not um, showing up on here for some reason. The last comment it's showing under our Facebook page is when Justin said earlier about the Blue Beauties being crazy amazing. That oh, was yeah. like 100 comments ago. That was. That's weird. Um, oh, book face. Oh, there was a new boa constrictor found on the Amazon. I don't know. I didn't see that. I, I didn't see an actual like picture picture of it and all, but I'm, I'm assuming it's a new subspecies. Spoiler alert. No, there wasn't. It was just Blake's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did say it was a micro species. That's true. Oh <laughs> um, the old picture of the uh, sulcata in the bathroom it says my my little pet turtle's toilet trained, and then it's the pet turtle, it's the tortoise just knocking the damn toilet off the hinges off the floor. It's great. I see that one every year. Yeah, when everybody's like, I keep my tortoise inside. Well, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fucking idiots, I can't stand going back to the, also like the beta thing. But someone posted, I found this video on on Facebook. Uh, I, I've mentioned before, I can't stand when people uh, anthropomorphize animals in general, but it was a video of like kissing garamis. And like, look at these animals kissing. They're fucking fighting. That's oh, fighting. That it? That's not kissing, you dummy. Mm. That is fighting. Uh, but we give it a cute name and we pretend they're kissing. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. You know, Aw, Ukraine and Russia are kissing. <laughs> <laughs> you always see like the, the tortoise is helping his friend no he's the fucker that knocked him over he's trying yeah. to finish it off yeah he's just trying to finish him he's leave, leave. finish him <laughs> and, <laughs> fatality. and what's funny is you know what mating Down you know with, rattle, right with rattlesnakes 
Um, you know, everyone calls combat mating, yep. but with lizards, you know, you look at it and go, that's combat. And it's like, no, the, it's also mating. Yeah, no, they can still replay. Like, that's why, again, we're yeah. talking about with blue tongues. The reason I don't want to breed blue tongues is because I don't want to have a leg ripped off while they're trying to have babies. Yeah. Um, oh, Ryan Gosler posted an interesting one of the St. Augustine alligator farm doing a procedure on a cassowary. Which I saw that. Oh, that was crazy. Horrifying. I knew it was asleep and I still had anxiety watching the video. Horrifying. I was just waiting for it to like wake up and attack everybody. I just, um, no. <laughs> seen out of, out of Jurassic park. It just it opens was. its eye and then it was going to be horrible. They're working on this, on this cassowary and there's one eye opens and blinks and then it just fucking kills everybody. Yes. So did you see the uh, drone footage of the hogs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's brought it up to me at least a half a dozen times. I have not. <laughs> you have. I have not. You've mentioned it I have at mentioned least it. three times. Once. No. You want to go hunting? I do want to go hunting, though. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I was out there, and I, I saw signs. You know, I saw some tracks and rub, and I was like, ah, I'm going to send my drone up. And sure enough, I mean, the, the, and I, I think I, I said 30, but I counted 28. But I'm sure there was two of the piglets that were just too hard for me to see. They hadn't popped out yet. They were there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I mean, but yeah, they, uh, um, nasty stuff. But on the drone, they look like ants. Yeah. You know, they, they just look like, like ants crawling through the grass. I want to I, I kill pigs. See, in California, you can't say that because they'll think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I don't know, I, <laughs> That's a little political. I was, I was thinking about making a cop, cop joke that you know Robert's probably heard that um, working with criminals. But mm-hmm. moving on. All right. <laughs> Katie's favorite video this week was one of how to draw the perfect frog. It was so funny. It made me laugh. It had like lot. basic frog, and it was just this it really simple so drawing. Cute. And a simple frog, a little more complex, and then a better frog was really good. And they got and then the perfect like frog. Buff. And you're, you're trying to imagine what they're gonna draw, and it ends up being a frog head on like this big bodybuilder body. I really thought they were gonna put just like a real frog on the paper, and I really thought that's where the video was going. And then they started drawing this like muscled out Hulk looking frog, and it, I don't know why, but it was very amusing for me. Uh. My dad said he can pack the AR on the Harley for a trip, and we can go shooting hogs. Yep, let's I, I, let's not. That's probably not what we should do. <laughs> but uh, Nathan Holcomb also posted. I apparently am better at finding snakes in those pictures of like where is the snake than turtles? Because <coughs> he posted these pictures of like camouflage turtles, and I, all I saw was nature. I don't I don't see a single turtle. Uh, I failed the test. Is that why you were saying people should post their best camouflage pictures? No, I have no idea. Did I say that? I don't think I said that. Did we not have a conversation about how you were going to post a question on the Reptile Gumbo page and ask people to post pictures of their camouflage? You didn't post it because my phone didn't blow up. No, no. Did I dream this? It's definitely possible. could have sworn. You slept a lot in the last 24 hours. It was a fever dream. I never ran fever. I kept checking. So let, let me ask you guys a question. Mandalorian next season comes out tomorrow. What reptile-like creatures do you think you'll see on there? More frog things, I'm sure. Of course, because he eats frogs. So gonna well, be... he's a carnivore. He can eat. Who Grogu? Grogu. Yeah, he ate a little spider thing too. Well, he kept eating the damn frog eggs. I should have watched it again because it's been like three years now. So Joe has never seen it. And the other day she was like, I think I should watch this. I'm like, do it. And I was already done rewatching first it's one. John Feely. John Feely needs to go over to our Facebook page and click the link to join 
our live feed, and then John Feely can come in and we can talk yeah. to John. Okay, yeah, he said he was driving right now, but uh, I'm not sure if he if he made it back. Uh, okay. Driving's not important. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I did. I've got like four episodes left to watch. But then you've got to watch Boba Fett because Boba Fett is really Mandalorian season two point five. Yes. Yeah. Like I was I mean, trying. It, it's all. That's how. The, that's how the mouse gets you. That's. Well, <laughs> Joe was like, "Oh, I only have like three episodes left, and then I can start the new season." And my mom and I both at the same time were like, "No, you have to watch Boba Fett." She's like, "Why do I have to watch Boba Fett?" Oh, my mom was like, "Because the last four episodes will explain everything that's about to happen in Mandalorian." All right, so we've now talked about what's his name multiple times. We talked about this is us at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or it was, maybe it was just us before we got online. Last of Us. Yeah. Last Last of Us, not This Is Us. That's a different show. Yeah. Last I was going to say, This Is Us is a... Yeah, different we're talking show. with Sean about that before. And so now we're talking <laughs> about it here. So I've got, I've, I've got a guy here in town. He makes professional Chewbacca and uh, Mandalorian masks and helmets. That's and, cool. Like, armor. And to celebrate that, I'm doing a photo shoot. Like, what, I, don't, I don't know what reptile. That's why I asked. Is I'm trying It'll to take lizard, an animal over there. Lizard something. And, yeah, yeah, and so I was thinking just taking taking my monitor with him dressed as Chewbacca and him dressed as Mandalorian and do like a photo shoot with that. So I've just got to um, – we've got that scheduled for this week to kind of line up with the release of the Mandalorian. So, but I mean, his Chewbacca masks are like $2,000 because, you know, it's – Yeah. But uh, they're, they're, okay that mine's not movie quality. <laughs> What's that from? Step Brothers. They already said they'll join if they can finish these fecal floats. That sounds like a horrible time. Just looking for worms and poop. That's like right up there with anal leakage. <coughs> We're dying. Uh, did you see the picture of the leucistic red tail hawk posted? I did. In our group? That was crazy. Where was that? It was in our group. Someone posted a picture of a leucistic red tail hawk. Uh, let's see if I figure out where it's at. In Georgia. Georgia, oh, that's, that's a far drive. But I mean, solid white, full-grown adult uh, hawk, which was kind of neat. Uh, oh, yeah, I posted the one from Animal Planet. Animal <laughs> Planet's <laughs> official Facebook profile posted a hashtag chameleon laying eggs. Not a fucking Not chameleon. A I just saw an article pop up about a guy that used a sweet potato as a silencer and a murder but it's a new potato in the picture a red just a red potato <laughs> they couldn't even get a sweet potato i'm like come on <laughs> that's not cool now was it an assault pistol they <laughs> all are according <laughs> to some people yeah in los angeles you can shoot more than one bullet a day so it's <laughs> one bullet a day. <laughs> uh i did love nathan pilgrim's meme of it was a picture of a tuatara and it says i survived the dinosaur extinction i'm not just some lizard i'm a flipping tuatara i deserve respect <laughs> Love to Atars. I'd love to see those in the wild. That's where you need to go. You need to go find two Atars in the wild, Max. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not paying um, for it, but you need to go do that. Yeah. No, the, 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 I wasn't going to ask on, on the podcast, but yeah, if you want to pay for it. <laughs> well, no, I, uh, I got a so, list of stuff he needs to pay for before he can pay for your trip. <laughs> right. Well, luckily, so th- this is going to sound real, uh, real weird, but my dad was doing like housework for somebody who was, you know, very ill, kind of like they were not able to get around a lot. I mean, they were only in their mid thirties, but they ended up passing away, but they had no next to kin. In mid thirties. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, mid, mid to late thirties, but they had no next to kin. No. And nobody wanted anything to, uh, the family they did have was distant enough. They were like, we don't want anything. And so he got access to like the judge signed over everything of hers. And 
what I got out of it, like I, I went and I helped him move move it all. He gave me all of her father's ham radio equipment, and so oh, cool. um, as part, and I'm selling I'm selling what I don't want out of that to kind of fund some other stuff. Um, you know, that way I can justify it. it's like, hey, this isn't work money that's supposed to pay bills that I'm um, spending I'm in other places. Dead guys' memories, so I can go travel <laughs> the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you, I'm sure he would appreciate you traveling with it. But, Right, and, and but I'm keeping some of it because you know I've got the like I said I got that herping truck video. So you know when I was in Arizona and somebody got bit by a rattlesnake and there was no cell service, having a good ham radio would have been helpful. So I got licensed and um and we'll have better communication out in the middle of nowhere. That's cool. So you just talk to truck, yeah. truckers. So now. is there like a test that you take or? You gotta yeah, say, you gotta uh, say so you four, just regular. Like, you gotta say niner. Truckers don't use ham radio. That's CB. CBs. Yeah, that's right. CB radios. That, that's that's a different. Ham, I wasn't gonna call that's them right. out. Ham radios are the uh, lonely guys sitting in their house just talking to people across <laughs> the state. Well, they or in space who are also lonely. Yeah, who are also lonely. Back when that was a novelty, and now we can just zoom call them and see them. <laughs> just Facetime right. on our phone, and hey, look, I can see you. Yeah, until you're in the middle of Arizona, you know, and you're like, ah, that guy got bit. <laughs> Sucks for that guy. Moving on. <laughs> survival of the smartest. And you know why they say Niner, right? Because it's fun. No, because it's fun. Because of the Germans. Nine means zero. Nine so means, they say nine. Nine means, nine means no. no. I heard I heard Hitler yell that over and over. Nine I, had nine. A, <laughs> I had an aunt growing up. It was really? it was a great aunt and she Was she that great? Was she really? She was, no. She was not and she <laughs> hated me. Um, I probably would have liked her. She, no, you wouldn't have because she was the most obnoxious Alabama fan known on the face of this earth. That's just known as an Alabama fan. She had (laughs) dachshunds and she only spoke to them in German. And so when we would go to Aniston to visit, she would speak to us and like when we were in trouble in German. So we learned real quick when she was yelling at us what was happening, and we heard no a lot. Like, look, bitch, I'm no Hitler youth. I don't we know what you're saying. We were not allowed to touch things in her house. It's ugh. I saw it. James, you're a teacher. You know, there's other Germans other than Hitler, right? right. No, there's one. There's Hitler. He, he sucked. Uh, Actually, he wasn't even. German. I almost sent this one to you because it was hilarious, and you would have laughed. It was. Uh, it's that guy, Justin Danger Nunley, that does the listen. Did you know? Uh, and he, but he does some other things, and it's like a. Uh, a video, he's like stitched it or whatever the word is that you use on that. And um, it's like a guy holding up a girl and he, she's in a wedding dress and he's in a tuxedo. And it's like, uh, um, best thing I ever did was marrying my ex-stepdad. And then he goes, uh, I only have one word, two words for that. And then he like changes in and it says, roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's fitting. Yeah. Uh so on a Facebook group yesterday, I, I apparently posted an unpopular opinion on someone's post. Isn't uh, that what you normally do? Yeah, probably. Uh, well, they, they were bad mouthing someone in the hobby that I do. I respect very much what they did. They, they apparently I don't know what they're. Oh, Terry. I, yeah, they uh, their issue was that he doesn't use new um, new uh, taxonomy, new taxonomy and stuff and all. But at the same time, taxonomy is all fucking made up anyways. So I mean, they retax did taxonomy for rat snakes and basically said. No, they're all related. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's all the same thing. It's all made up and points don't matter. <laughs> it's, but uh, so they're all pissed off about it. I'm like, do you know what he's talking about? Then shut the fuck up. Move on. But uh, I told someone, I was like, this guy's forgotten more about reptiles than you're ever going to learn. 
So maybe don't come on here trying to act like he's a fucking nobody and they didn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Right. Because uh, it's someone in the hobby who has done a lot. And they were like, well, he's stolen a lot of animals out of the wild. Uh, yeah, that's how we got animals in the pet trade. That's kind of how that works. They went out and they collected them. Uh, and he was part of that generation that went out and collected them. So, yeah, he did that. Uh, so you're going to stop owning reptiles? Because you'd have to. You'd have to stop owning reptiles if you have a problem with reptiles ever being taken out of the wild. Because I hate to break it to you. They didn't magically start growing in a plastic bin. <laughs> yeah. I didn't just set up an aquarium in my living room one day when they're, look at this, ball python. What the fuck? Just, how about this? Man. Yeah. This no. shit yeah. is amazing. Because that well, is like, how I started with an aquarium. African giant snails are illegal. Um, they're invasive in Florida now, but, you know, everyone asks me when I'm going to Guinea, it's like, oh, you bring in any bag? It's like, one, that's super illegal. So don't ask me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, when you're over there um, and they say, uh, when I'll be over there with ASF this summer, they said you'll be stepping through, not see one, and just your foot will slide because there's tons of them. Crazy. And, but yeah, somebody brought them over to Florida. Yeah. Um, no one brings invasives. It just shows up here. Yeah. Well. They go to Germany. <laughs> just a magic portal. Yeah. And then uh, they go through that tunnel. But I saw that post and I just I I couldn't help. I and I was fairly nice about how I responded to it. I was just like, look, unpopular opinion. Uh. I think what he's done for the hobby is, and for everything is, is more than what y'all have. I'm like, at least out of everyone calling him names, I'm like, I know who he is. I didn't know a single one of them. Right. Uh, so the, the person who commented under that directly commented to you. Yeah. Um, she's actually one of the most knowledgeable snake ID people that I'd know. Really? She's a good friend of mine. I just, um, but I completely agree with what you're saying. He actually recently, quit being the admin of one of the largest snake ID groups because um, he just, he said, I'm just tired of arguing with people. Yeah. And uh, actually quit the group and the admins all got together and got him to come back because he is a wealth of information. Yeah. Especially uh, for snakes, snakes in the South. For- people don't like it because his delivery is, a, uh, is direct and he's unbending. Yeah. He's um, his biggest, own biggest fan. Uh, I, I- that's the best way I've heard it put yeah. is that he, he's his, he's his yeah. own biggest fan. Yeah. But Which, it's, I mean, it's, he didn't get there through the way that other people have got. He, he doesn't do sensationalism and make up right, shit. Right. We, and there's tons of people in this hobby who have gotten a lot of clout and are looked at on a higher pedestal who simply got there by saying how great they were and making up shit and doing the most uh, extreme things. He actually went out and did stuff. Don't I mean, get me started. <laughs> as someone, as someone who loves, Louisiana pine snakes. This man is one of the ones that bred them and got them going and is a huge part of that. Uh, so much so that there's an entire line of them named after him. What were we talking about? We're not saying. We're not saying the same. But, okay, never mind. But because uh, I don't I don't want anybody's bad mouth. But so I respect everything. Why controversy creates cash. Don't you want engagement on this video? No, uh, not I that mean, kind. <laughs> you can be famous or infamous. So you still get attention, right? Right. I mean, he's a little of both. But yeah. he also makes really cool knives. Yep. But uh, so I saw that. I just it, it's a hobby where newer people come in and it's much easier to bash the older generation because they don't do the things the same way. And don't get me wrong. I, I fully agree that in the hobby, you should definitely evolve with the hobby. Things do change. But also when it comes like I said, taxonomy, it's, it's a here's the one that always got me was the, when they redid the green tree pythons and they basically said, um, they're all they're the same. They're kind of the same, but the difference in their DNA was like fifteen percent. And I'm like, 
The difference in our DNA and a chimpanzee is like less than one, and we're not the fucking same. Right. Yeah. So like, I'm not sure. Like, it's a little iffy. And then, I, go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a lot of these people also don't read. You know, have you ever read a herpetology book from the '80s? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's how, how do they catch desert lizards? You know, the collared lizards. They would put a piece of cork in a pipe and, and blow shoot it at them, them and yeah. knock them out. Yeah, or, or marshmallows. I have seen them use marshmallows. For catching yeah. like five line racers <laughs> and all, you put because uh, you're not catching them by hand. No, you do high pressured marshmallow like you use an air cannon and you shoot marshmallows at them and it stuns them. And for you to can, be able to go pick them and up, and then you can pick them up. Now they use the little pit traps. Those yeah. work pretty well. Yeah, the marshmallows caught much them much well. more humane. Definitely. Hey, they they caught them with the marshmallows. And, uh, I remember I remember my professor in college going, "Yeah, we used to catch them with marshmallows." I was like, "That's fine. It's fucking hilarious." Oh, did you do do you like? Hold it out and let them. No, try to go just shot them at high speed. <laughs> <laughs> we treat now I'm like looking bullets. up how to make a pneumatic marshmallow gun. Because <laughs> I just want to sit behind my table at a herb show and shoot <laughs> <people>. marshmallows <laughs> at people. Just fucking snipe marshmallows. Yep. Do two gun. Do do a shotgun version that does the big marshmallow, and then a sniper version that does the little marshmallow. So, Did I you know, marshmallows have killed twice as many people annually as. Venomous snakes in North America. I, I believe that. Don't add to that number. I stoned someone in high school. Whoa, wait. Marshmallows. You got stoned in high school. It was beautiful. I yes. did. No, I do a project on the the lottery. In 42. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had to do a project on the story, the lottery. Are you familiar with that story? That, is it a book? It's a short story. Is it a book? Okay, well, anyways, yep. basically every year the town holds a lottery. And whoever draws the paper with the dot on it dies, gets stoned to death by the rest of the town. And so we were supposed to do a presentation. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're totally going to do this. It was our gifted English class. So I had the wood. Katie was one of them gifted. I had kids. one of the. I that was a, a nice way of saying they were special. We were. We. Um. So I had a wooden box that had the papers in it and everybody got to draw papers. And turns out my arch nemesis grew, uh, drew the, the one that we got to stone. I did not arch nemesis plan that. We had been. We were arch enemies from the time that we were in kindergarten. All weird. the way through high school. Um, anyways, not I did thing. not plan for him to draw this card to get stoned, but he did, and it was a beautiful day. But I had the giant marshmallows, and that's what I passed out because obviously you can't throw rocks at people. Um, Who says? So we threw we threw like three giant bags. You of know what you could have done? You could have put rocks inside the marshmallows. It was fabulous. It was the highlight of my day. But we were like at Walmart some tonight. Asshole kids doing snowballs. Yeah. Yes. They they have marshmallows that are like the size of your hand now. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I mean, and when I look at traveling, I've got to, speaking of like stoning, like I've got to like watch out for, you know, different things like that. Cause if you're accused of witchcraft, you know, you, like there's planking, which is where they hold, like they tape your arms down and they just hit you with two by fours on both sides. Um, that's a big cartel thing. That sounds like something um, we should do at the next Herb show. Yeah. Um, so like the craziest thing Max's I've seen tribute. is, uh, <laughs> is somebody's hands were tied up. And a guy got a weed whacker and was whipping him with a weed whacker oh. because he had stolen from him. But what if that guy found that as a turn on <laughs> and he's just sitting there moaning as he do it? Would that make them stop or keep going? Yes. <laughs> oh, but. so anyways, uh, yeah, that, that was what I saw re recently on Facebook that I was just like, eh, oh, well. Oh, look, the Reddies have finished looking at shit. 
Yes, John Feeling. Yes, the kids prior to the lottery happening, all the little kids, because they thought it was so fun, they would go and gather all the rocks and they would like yeah, make this huge pile. That's not a huge stretch from dystopian. actual. That's, but that's not a huge stretch from actual humanity. If we normalized right. throwing rocks at people until yeah. they died, and it would not take was. long before a generation goes, Oh, yeah, it's the old day where and we get I'm the thirst mistaken, rocks. I mean, I mean look at the Rattlesnake Roundup and how, what they do with kids. So it's, I mean, it's uh, been 20 years. And- it's been almost 20 years since I read the story. But if I remember correctly, like once your family, it was similar to the Hunger Games. Like once your family had a tribute to the lottery, then like the rest of your family that was surviving was basically taken care of. So you feel like. If like, I remember correctly, like, I you know how like, some families have like that cousin. Everybody's like, we fucking hate that cousin. You think when it comes around, they're like, oh god, I hope it's him because if it's him, we're done with him and we get taken care of. And if you're or not you the one, like if you're something. not part of the group that hates a cousin, you're the cousin. You're the you're cousin. The cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Max is like everyone in my family. They're all wonderful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, I, and like I told Brooke the same thing. It's like, look, you might think I'm weird, or you know, might think X, Y, Z about it. me. But you meet my family, and yeah, it, it completely changes people's perspective. You're like, holy shit, you're the normal one. So Robert's met my family. They're the normal ones. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. They're the normal ones. I've met Katie's family, and I'm still waiting to meet There's the normal ones. There's not a damn normal person in Sam. my family. I don't think I'd call Sam. I was going to say, I, mean, I think Sam I've got, a, I've got a brother that was born with six fingers on each hand. That's um, actually... A fairly common thing because it's a uh, mm-hmm. it's a dominant trait. Dominant, yeah. Poly- uh, well, this one I, I think it was because of heroin is why this happened. Oh, but, okay then. <laughs> were they functioning um, fingers or were they just nubs? It was the incubation off? issue. Um, I, I know they <laughs> cut it off, but I don't know. Um, I don't know if they were. You got incubated at too high of a temperature, so it's not it's not genetic. It was just an incubation issue. What is he a leopard gecko? Yep. Yeah, that's also why it's a male because they incubate them at the right temperature. Well, actually, rising higher temperatures should be females, right? It depends on the. I think so. Uh, for sea turtles, it's females, and then for alligators and crocodiles, it's the other. One of them is the other way around. Yeah. Uh, so, which for sea turtles, considering you know we're trying to keep them alive, it's good that I, I guess it's good that more females, but it's like they don't have as many pre- many surviving breeding males. Yeah, that was an issue that they're running into is the global warming is throwing off the uh, the amount the sex numbers, so. Unlike uh, some species who can, uh, like, well, with Komodo dragons, they can go through parthenogenesis to produce more of one gender in hopes of trying to produce more babies. So find that out when you're getting eaten by that Komodo dragon later on. Oh, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is interesting. When you're halfway down the stomach, oh, did you know this thing can have parthenogenesis? <laughs> I got a 360 camera. I'll just stuff it down his, his face, which this thing has both gotten me in a lot of trouble and saved me from a lot of trouble. Because, I mean, rather than a whole camera rig set up, it's just, you know, stick this thing, don't even have to aim it, and you can get some pretty interesting shots. So, I'm, I'm excited about that. Just attached to your head, so when you get eaten head first by that Komodo dragon. <laughs> you already let me down by the bear. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well. Cocaine we'll bear, has that come out yet? That came out, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, no, it comes out tomorrow. Or Friday? Robert, when's it coming Cocaine out? Bear came out last Thursday. Did last it really? Oh, just kidding. Have you watched it yet? Or is it in theaters? No, it's in theaters. That is not one that I thought would have gone to theaters first. Oh, I'm, I want to go see I it. should travel and go see the actual Cocaine Bear. They have a taxidermied and I think a Bass Pro Shop you, somewhere. Do you see that they're making Meth Gator? 
No. What? <laughs> they're making the people that did Sharknado are making Meth Gator. I mean, I've got a Meth Gator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. You do. That is true. Uh, hit them up. They may need a, a stand-in, so you can go ahead and get your cane in a job. Yeah. Oh, I'm running out of stuff. Yeah, I'm out of stuff. I'm this week I was ready to go home. This week I was not prepared. I did not ask a question. I was. You've been a little under the weather. I felt like poo. Um, I, I blame Max for some reason. I'm sure. It's oh his. yeah, I, I blame me too. Well, I, I've got a question for Ooh. you. Um, you, how often do you go herping? Not nearly. Not as nearly much as enough. They should. We should go more. Okay. Well, what what sorts of things do you consider when you're going out herping? You know, depending on your trips, like. What do you bring with you? Like, how do you not bring You've much? never done anything other than like local stuff, though, have you? No, I do want to go. I want to go out west Texas for. You like, want to go days. on like a trip? <clears throat> yes, we're going. Oh, you got to pass the rabbit. Like, you're stuck with me. Max, James has never seen an Atrox in the wild. Never. Really? Yep. Never. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, come here. I'll, I'll show you tons. Yeah. Um, so I'll show I, it to I, you under a house. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No. I, so I've got dens mapped out from. Uh, a pretty wide area, all, like all the way from San Angelo to, uh, I want to say Andrews, Texas. And it's just like, if, if I'm in a certain area along that route, then, um, then yeah, I, I can find a trucks easy. I want to uh, bring in our new guest that just joined. If it's not the shit twins themselves, <laughs> it's the readies. They're, they're done playing with poop. Yay! And their camera's bouncing around. They're muted. And they're muted, so they can't talk to us right now. Why are they muted? Can't hear them. I'm gonna unmute unmute them. I didn't mute them. They muted themselves. Oh, the oh and now they're gone. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, they're back. They're back. They said their mic wasn't connected. That's funny. There they are. Oh, wow. You can hear a delay. <laughs> there is a delay. That is what you sound like, James. Yeah, I know. I, know. I edit this. I sound amazing. It is. Maybe other ready? Are y'all there? Can you hear us? Uh, yes. We're there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is the first time we've had you on since uh, since the theft. Yeah. Why do, you, why do you say it like that? Because it was the theft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you made changes to your setup, or have you have you figured out ways to try and prevent this in the future? Because people still suck no matter what. Uh, it's. A temporary fix. It'll work. It's a gun. It it's best. a gun. Tell everybody it's a gun. <laughs> oh, it's an electric fence. Yeah. Shot yeah, colors. Basically, just going to be like a, a eighth inch strap that goes around the front of the cages that I got to get behind the cages and undo to be able to get to inside the cages. So I thought what you should do is take you a strip of metal, put it on a hinge, and put it at the top, and it just flops down over the doors. And so it's just one thing you got to lift, and then you can open the doors. And then when you're not, you flop it down and you lock it, and the doors can't open. Yeah. Uh, and that would be an easy fix. It, it would open, obviously, you could open all doors at the same time. So, you, But if you're opening one, you're right there, and you should be able to see it. You're good. Um, but it seems like an easy fix to add a little hinge piece of metal that will flop down and just cover the doors so they can't pull open. Yeah, because yeah, it's these cages right yeah. here. So. <laughs> but people yeah. suck. Going to have to figure out something, though. That's... Yeah. It's crazy. Still about it. <laughs> well, at College Station, let's look at it, man. I bet we can figure. I bet I can fabricate something that'll work really well for you. 
I mean, if oh. you want something, well, we're already going to be talking about it. So, and if you yep. want something that's really over the top and probably could be done way more simple, your dad's going to be there too. So, <laughs> Sam's true. really great. That sounds at like that. my father-in-law. <laughs> my dad. How is. is the most difficult way to do this? <laughs> it's probably true. Darren Dude. Watson says you need a marshmallow gun. Everyone needs. That's what you do. Someone walks up, you just high-pressure marshmallows at them. Oh my lord! And if they steal them, you shoot the ones at them that you stuck needles in. Yeah. Okay, so we went from rocks to needles, like. Get a bucket getting... salt and start shooting people. Give me like smallpox blankets. <laughs> smallpox. Oh man, now we're just really fucking with people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to my my, my dad is actually looking forward to meeting y'all because he's listened to y'all on here and he's looking for he's not getting a chameleon because he, he no but he is looking forward to seeing them and talking to y'all. Uh, yeah. But hey, I told you everybody is a potential. Not not him. I can promise you that. Not him. <laughs> I'm surprised he still has the dog. To be honest, I'm surprised he likes the dog. To be <laughs> well, we treat everybody as one. <laughs> oh. Max, you're back. Welcome, Max. We you were missed. No. Uh, so, what have y'all had going on lately over at the Reddy's household besides looking at shit underneath a microscope? Floating fecals. Yeah, you know, be, be, looking around, bee pollen and a fecal float is a trick. Yeah. But, so, did y'all get some wild caught stuff in? Is that why you're doing fecal floats, or is it? Uh, no, just routines. Really. We, we just check the weight on the animal. You know. I mean, it's an everyday occurrence. You know, we go through the cycle of all the animals we have, and after that, we start back over. <laughs> yeah, whoever decides to give us a nice, good poop one day, well, you're getting a fecal today. All right, Max, you're up next. Give them a nice, good poop. <laughs> yep. Nice, good poop, you're going to get a fecal. Dude, if I knew I was doing that, I would eat a bunch of corn the day before, <laughs> some hot peppers. Well, that's what we're saying. You know, we notice a lot of bee pollen, you know, and then bug parts. And you have to yeah. look a lot of stuff through to be able to find anything in a chameleon. If you find bug parts in my poop, let me know. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll go see a proctologist. So we just read an article in class that talks about how bugs are beneficial to people's diet and how so many people around the world eat bugs. And yeah. so the kids had to write an argumentative essay on whether or not people <laughs> should eat bugs. And some of the, the points in the article were very interesting because it talked about how, you know, there's a large percentage. I forget what the number was in the article, but there's a large percentage of our diet that's already made up of bugs. Um, and things that you're you're already consuming and eating it's a great source of protein people in countries that don't have the farmland for large livestock that you would like cattle and things like that that you would raise they're able to harvest bugs well they make cricket flour Mm -hmm. um but like the whole article it was funny because I had a few kids that were like, okay, so am I saying that I think I should eat bugs on the regular or that I am okay with people? I'm like, no, do you think people should I eat I definitely bugs? think other people should eat bugs. And that's what they said. So, They're like, well, if I don't have to do it, then I'm totally fine with it. And I'll argue that side. I'm like, you don't have to do it. Argue it. argue how you want it. I'm just okay, happy so you're writing. As, as kids, has anybody eaten a worm as a kid? No. I never did eat a worm. I ate one at a pep rally my senior year. A um, bunch of us football players ate them at a pep rally. Okay, so when I was ten, I ate like five worms, like that. I found just because? I, I I don't. I was ten. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and and I told Brooke about it. I was like, "Wait, you never ate worm a worm as a kid?" No. And no. 
I don't know. I just, I lived out in the country. There was a worm and my brother was like, here, eat this. And I, I was going to say, my sister got her first tooth on a dog biscuit, but yeah, I've tried dog biscuits as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. I've never, now as an adult, I voluntarily ate bugs like at events, like bug day. And I have a little button that says I ate a bug at bug day. The insectarium in New Orleans, they had a cafe where you could go try. All so we're bringing of these to. We, we went to bring these to a show yes. before. We're going to bring these to Brian. These are bacon and cheese crickets and sour cream and onion crickets. Uh, and we're going to see who can get to eat them. It won't be me. I can guarantee it won't be me because I've never been one to eat cricket shit. But, uh, but we found them at a, at a candy store and we're like, yeah, let's get I these. I had chocolate chip cookies with crickets in it. No, I'm good. And I had Rice Krispie treats that had mealworms. And there was something else I forget. I mean, I'll, I'll eat like, a lot of stuff with bacon, but I'm not eating bacon and cheese crickets. Do y'all remember several years ago, everybody said that McDonald's hamburgers were made out of superworms? I do I, remember that. I missed that. that one. I do remember that one. Okay. Now, have you ever smelled superworms? Yes. Like a large quantity? Yes. And Are you on the road at McDonald's? Don't taste that when you eat it because I taste superworms every time I eat McDonald's. Oh. Every time. And I'm like, okay, I bet this is real because how come I can taste superworms? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Jack in the Box with kangaroo meat. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Well, that was, uh, I missed that one too. At one point, it was like uh, the the McNugget, the chicken McNuggets were made out of this pink sludge, which was not whatever. Not it's delicious. I don't give a shit. I know. Well, I, there was a kid in class today. We were talking about uh, hot dogs and like. I was like, I don't eat hot dogs anymore now that I know what they're made out of. I was like, I can watch them make a hot dog, the shit fall out of the machine, scoop it back up, put it back in the machine. I'll still eat the hot dog while watching that happen. I know what's in it, and I love the way it tastes. But you won't eat a cricket? No. no I know, right? <laughs> like, so, I, I mean, so, here's here's the thing is because I, I was vegan for like two and a half years, and Fucking so weirdo. I know what's true and what's not true with the McDonald's thing. You know, in 2008, McDonald's had a interview where they said we're at 80 percent slop right now which if if you've worked the industry you know slop is everything that's not good and they just basically do what they do with hot dogs i disagree and he goes in five years we're trying to be at 100 percent slop well that was in 2008 so i can tell you right now that their chicken is not the same as when i was a kid because it's edible now yeah it's completely different chicken nuggets as a kid i remember the nightmare of biting into a piece that had gristle yep and then like trying not to vomit that was why, as a kid, I enjoyed going to Burger King more for chicken nuggets because they were all white meat, and McDonald's was like, no, we're 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 not even all meat. Uh, but their chicken nuggets now are now all white meat. You don't bite into them and get gristly parts. Super worms, huh? You know? I don't know. <laughs> mm. I I went past the chicken farm in California though, and let me tell you, like I've been past beef farms, huh? I've been past pig farms, but the worst smelling thing in California. You know, the more people. than some of the homeless people was that chicken farm. I was gagging like you would you wouldn't want to talk because you could taste it. The urea. Ch- chicken farms are rough. Yeah, there was a they had a bunch in Alabama. Growing up, we used to go to uh, Delaware for the summers, uh, and there was tons of chicken farms when you get up in those areas. And so we always knew driving past it was horrible driving. Past and and you farm. see houses there. It's like people live here. Yeah. How do you There's not smell it all the time? How do you, how do you, they go, there's no getting used to that. Nose blind to it. Yeah. But people used to say that about like paper mills. Like you just, you don't smell it anymore. And I'm like, I'm sorry. There's no way that you are never not going to smell a paper mill. 
My God, Max, stop that dog. I mean, we just sent ours out. So our dog was, she realized Robert was here and she was sitting at the gate being a little whiny baby. Robert, have you figured out how to make a marshmallow gun yet? her favorite person. Oh yeah, I got it down. Okay, good. We're going to. You gonna start selling marshmallow guns at shows? There's a moneymaker right there. Yeah, they probably yeah, would be. Yeah. But I'd have to sell no marshmallows because. No, but you sell them as a, a herping tool? Yeah, there you go. It's a herping tool for catching lizards. <laughs> tell you, tell, if you're a lizard, if you have a fast lizard at the house that gets out and you need to be able to catch it, marshmallow gun. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll stun it with a marshmallow. Stun it with a marshmallow. It's. It's it's a uh, four out of five vets approve stunning lizard with marshmallows. Yeah, I'm down with it. I saw I saw a thing the other day. Where someone's like, uh, "I'm a dentist. I went to school with other dentists. I know tons of dentists. Not a single one of us has asked if we approve toothpaste." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like they called one dentist. Hey, do you approve this toothpaste? Uh, okay. Yeah, we're just gonna say that's. Or four there's out like five. one dentist out there that they pay. Yeah, that's like the lobbyists pay to approve toothpaste. I approve your toothpaste. Yep. And then they're like, well, the odds would be if if he does, that means one out of ten. I mean, nine out of ten. Okay, we'll just go with that. Yeah, we'll do that. So uh, I, I, I say that I'm sure there's a vet that says that that's an approved method of uh, hitting lizards. Marshmallow guns. So we'll just print that right on the side of it, and that'll be our new thing. We'll sell it right also, next to it. We can shoot it with the people who stop and ask us what we're doing. <laughs> Oh, anyways, uh, what's y'all's next show you're doing? Is it Brian College Station? Nope, it's Brian College Station. Bringing then, tons uh, of lizards. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring some. We're running actually a little bit low on our on our older uh, chameleons. Well, I mean, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. If wow. you would just sell eggs, damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love how quick and assertive they were. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is a hard no. Just we are doing nice pairings, though, so we'll, we'll, we're getting some nice eggs. Right now. We have prepared eggs in the incubator right now. So nice. We got we got some that are getting close to hatching, and then some that got laid. So I'm all all, I'm all for getting laid. Yeah. Eggs, right? We're talking about eggs? eggs. Mm, you better be. Just make sure that's where we we're. It's a school night. Sorry, man. <laughs> eggs have been. Yeah. We're talking about eggs, Katie. What are you sure. talking about? Today is it's my 10 okay. year anniversary with Rachel. Well, is it there really? you go. We need to get you home then. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most action he's going to get. I know what I was doing 10 years ago tonight, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how time slows down. Yeah. Uh,. So I was going somewhere with something and then sure Zach Brown band that night at the rodeo. Brown chicken, brown cow. Uh, what was I going to, I was going to 12 ask. years ago, we were getting ready to have a baby and didn't even realize we were going to be getting ready to have a baby. Oh, I wasn't. I was not ready. I was not getting ready to have a baby. I, I did not have a baby. <laughs> we were still supposed to have two weeks. <laughs> they, yeah, they lay eggs. My and- child will be 12 on Saturday. Well, how are you going to top last birthday? We're not. Not. <laughs> not. Instead, I've I've rented a room at a game cafe yeah. place for two hours, and they're going to do like <coughs> mini tournaments. Last year, you got Hogwarts. This yeah. year, you get Hogwarts you Legacy. Get video games. She actually won't get that until April 4th. My brother is very angry about that. He bought it for her for Christmas and was like, yeah, when it ships, you'll get it. 
Well, then they decided that PlayStation 5 users would get it for a month before PlayStation 4 users. And so a month ago, who's like, newer stuff. well, a, a month ago, who's like, I'm going to mail her a new console. I was like, you are absolutely not. She will wait a month and she will be fine. Could have mailed me the new console. No. <laughs> he was so mad. I think he just wants somebody to talk to the game about. Like, I think he needs somebody to talk, talk about it with. And so I think that's why he got it for her. Kept but. hoping through all this yammering, I'd remember what I wanted to say, but. Nope. So we're talking about eggs from chameleons, and I feel like it was somewhere in there. The video? Did they watch the video about the egg, the chameleon giving birth? Yeah, they saw oh. it. Oh. Yeah, that was a dwarf species of chameleon that was laying the egg. Those those are really cool species. Just dropping Did, little uh, gooey babies all over the place. Yeah, I'd like to work with them, but. I was going to ask, do you do all of your chameleons lay eggs? Well, all panthers. Lay eggs that we have right now. Okay. Oh. Because yep. that, that one's a long-chain species, right? No. Oh, that is pretty. That's cool looking. I'm going to... Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Everybody can see it. There it is. That is cool. That is one. neat. That's like... That reminds me of the corn snake that you have, where you're never going to get a good shot of, of those pinks. colors. Yeah. No. Challenge accepted. Take it to College Station. <laughs> <laughs> um... God, I wish I could remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. We started talking about Max. I do want to get you to take some photos of some of my acrylic clo- enclosures at College Station. Okay. Because uh, I'll have the laser cut ones there. So fancy. Hey, yeah. I'll bring my key and just scratch all them. What okay. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Then you can buy them. You break it, you buy it, or you'll get shot with a marshmallow gun. <laughs> just oh. make sure. Uh, did you just tell me to put it in your mouth? What? <laughs> 20 bucks? 20 bucks. That's Actually, yes. no, it's not. 20 bucks is like 15 bucks now. Inflation, you know? Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> uh, what did Lee, did Lee get something else? Okay. No, I he thought, just put it up. I thought he just wandered back with something else. <laughs> I just remember the last conversation we had. I wanted to show you all the hot pinks that they that they showed. So hot. If we're grass grabbing. Oh, I know. I was gonna say. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Amanda's new stickers, her larger oh. chameleon stickers now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got super excited at school today. One of my kids had his water bottle on his desk, which I normally don't allow because they, they like fall clink them and they fall. But there was a super cool chameleon sticker on it. I was like, Hey, I know where you got that sticker. I oh, know was those it? people, and it was one of her stickers. <laughs> They went, they went to the Conroe show, and he was like, "Yeah." He was like, "These people are so cool." And was I was like, "I know them." <laughs> Y'all are famous. Yeah. It was so cool. Hey, bring me a sticker. I've got so you got some space on there for some stickers. Not yeah, like Robert's computer. Robert's computer. Robert had to take stickers He's had off. To take stickers off to, to replace. Stickers off. Just did that the yeah. other day with. Uh, uh, see our serpents. See, I'm not allowed to take off stickers, stickers. but. They can wear off during travel. So that's kind of the idea is that, you know, um, if you have bad quality stickers, they don't make it around the world. <laughs> I've, I've seen Robert go. Robert's like, these people don't still breathe stuff, or I don't really like them that much. Eh, and put somebody else's <laughs> sticker on. Just cover that up. Yeah. But It's kind of like business cards at a, at a restaurant. You know, just which one? Take off the realtor's business card. I try to take less business cards now. I realize I... Like in the past, would just take so many, and then my wallet would be like super thick. And like two years later, I'm like, I don't even remember getting this card. And what I don't you even know do why I have it. Is you write their information on the back or where you met them, and then you put them all on a photo book. Well, they're all reptile related, but then I'm like, I don't actually plan on getting a reptile from this person. It was just I got their card. Yeah. So now I'm just like, I don't do it. I just stay away from cards. 
That's why we do QR codes now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, that way also they don't look up, you know, a name for something and then it takes them to somebody else or, you know, it, it automatically that is our stuff. So You know what you do? Get you a stamp built that is a QR code and just stamp their arms when they walk by. I do have a stamp. I made it. Do you really? That's a QR code? Yeah. Yeah. It's on Does the it... back of like, um, all, let me see. Does it work? Like, can you put it on a person? Does it, would it work if you put it on a person? Bring me my stamp. I'll have Sydney bring it. They, they smear too quick. Like they, like they would have to scan it pretty quickly after. Cause they eat on, on skin. So if I scan myself. St like right on a kid's forehead when they go by. Yeah. Oh, there's the baby. Yep. He, he's, he's leaving this weekend. Oh, wow. Look at that. Wow. I'm going to pull that up. Oh. That is amazing. The blues. I mean, nobody watching this doesn't see it, but it is the greens and blues in this thing. What kind was the one that was stolen? Uh, Simbaba. What color so, is that one? It's the yellow and the green. Gotcha. U-bar pattern on it. Gotcha. This is the Mbanjas. Uh I can get Mufasa and show y'all him. So you'll kind of know what a Simbaba, you know, a lot of, I, I know what the localities are and, and everybody else bases it off color. You know, they're like, I want a blue one. Okay. A blue one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. love that whenever you take these chameleons out, whenever I see you holding them, they don't look stressed because they're an yeah. animal. That's very easy to tell when they're stressed. And I've seen a lot of them being at a lot of reptile shows. You see a lot of stressed chameleons. Yeah. And, uh, and if you know what to look for, I mean, it's obvious. When scale yeah. mommies take them around. Yes. Well, I've decided that whenever we do finally get one, like years down the road, um, Amanda keeps up with what days they hatch. I'm totally getting one that hatches on my birthday. I'm just going to throw that out there. There we go. Oh, That's damn. Holy shit. Whoa. All right. So if nobody's, if you're listening to this on recording, you've got to go back and, and get towards the, the one hour and 45 minute mark and look at the video of this chameleon. The colors on this thing are insane. It is red and yellow and green. And see, uh, he's, if he'll get mad enough, he'll change. Let me have so, that that's, so that's not mad. That's just... No. no, that's just hanging out in the cage. Damn. Well, he bred today, so his eyes are sexy. He's a little <laughs> like, hey, Oh, there hey, goes his hey. mouth. I see his mouth opening up. And now yeah, he... but that's not really oh, his a... It's not really a, I'm stressed out. It's a, hey, you're no, in my it's, space it's a and I'm thing. in breeding mode. Oh, yeah. look at him. Oh, this is, yeah, I want to kill you. Look at <laughs> that. <laughs> like the yellows are so bright. And the striping on the tail, that banding on the tail looks amazing. Do you see how his yellows just got speckles in them? Yeah. yeah. Just boom. And now they're gone. Look, there it is again. Yep. I will fuck you up. That's what he's saying with his. The little, yeah. ones, the little, little one's like, like I didn't do I shit, do? man. Put, put me in his face, man. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> Why does this tree keep trying to put me over there? All right, so the so the the big one there, he's what type? Uh, Simbaba. Simbaba. And then yeah. the other one is? An Mbanja. An Mbanja. Yeah. yeah. It's just localities, uh, towns in Madagascar, region, regional areas where the, the color and the pattern changes. Okay, I'm getting closer to wanting a chameleon now. Yes! <laughs> but you'd have to help take care of it. Okay. Which is said okay about everything else, but then I end up taking care of it. I know. I took you We'll away. figure it out. But no. that is... I want to... This is what I do to make him calm down. I'm like, no, put the throat away. It's hilarious. Because, huh. like, know. with so many other lizards, you have to wait for them to fire up, and then sometimes they're not fired up, and they act like dog shit, and... He, and 
Lee's like, no, we just took this out of the cage, and this looks like yeah. this. And now he's calming down, so he'll start to turn back. To See green. some of the greens coming back now. So do yeah. you do you notice different behaviors between males and females? Like when it's like a singular pet situation? Yeah, I would notice differences because our we have females that act, you know, different than males. And then, I mean, each male has their own personality. Like I wouldn't be able to do this immediately after him seeing a male to Alamo, which is the wild caught one. I wouldn't be able to immediately be stroking his mouth like this because he's wild caught. So he has a little bit more of an attitude. But do you feel that females or males make a better pet or they the best pets because, you know, males, you're going to get all this color. Females and size, too. Gotcha. Males, what, what you just saw, yeah. the pink one, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's his most color they get. Yeah, if he, yeah they're, okay. they're, they're, they're a little harder to take a little care shyer, of. You know, gotcha. they, they shy away from being handled more than a male does. Gotcha. All right. right. So. Or, you know, they're more dominant. You know, look at me. Yeah, and they're they're a little harder to take care of because even if you don't breed them, they're gonna have eggs. I was just about to ask, are they gonna like the bearded dragon would lay eggs? And now I need a guy that uh, can make me a chameleon cage. Jennifer, um, (laughs) he's not listening to you. Not at all. (laughs) Here's that stamp. I I thought y'all were still talking about. Oh Oh, look, so see, look at that. (laughs) How fun! That's cool. Maker machine. I literally made one for, that has a chameleon. <clears throat> That's so. cool. <laughs> All right, so um, I need you to make me one because uh, as soon as I had my stamp, I used it at like one show, and then I changed my channel name. <laughs> <laughs> and these are so cool because literally you just put ink on top of there and you let it sit for like thirty minutes or an hour, and then you just keep stamping all the excess ink off, and then it just stays like that. So you made it's, that yourself? Yeah. There's a, there, so you know how you have your silhouette? Yeah. Okay, well, silhouette makes a silhouette mint, and that is this. It's oh. A, yeah. Look at that. Hmm. I know. All right, Robert. It's time for you to get into the chameleon-making cage-making business. <laughs> get with Lee, and we're going to design the best chameleon cage, and then I'm going to test it out when I get a chameleon. From I mean, if yeah. Lee and yeah. Amanda want to design one, we'll build the shit out of it. Yeah, I'm telling you, as many people that come up to us for this cage, I mean, yeah. people with what? Um, I love how that cage jacket, looks. You know, uh, uh, the guy so, with the eyelash flappers. Yeah, the snakes and, you know, different things. So, I mean, this may be something that needs to be built here because yeah. these are kind of, you know, and we can't get them now because of, you know, them balloon stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> So your cage maker was trying to spy on the United States? Yeah, yes. that's yeah. Fucking balloons yeah. from the cage makers in China. Yeah. You know you could buy one of those balloons for real cheap. And then we can spy on them. Shut up, Matt. Max, yeah. we Max. don't need the uh the, don't need the government, government shutting shut us shutting down. Our podcast down. Hey, Secret <laughs> Service already told me I, I wouldn't get in trouble, so Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but uh now, these cages are wanted by lots of people and we can't tell people where to film from or anything because now you know they're impossible to find well i mean and china doesn't exactly respect our copyright laws and our trademarks yeah so, like so what i'm hearing is robert can make cages and then you can sell them with a chameleon whenever you sell chameleons and it's uh yeah sell it together well, honestly, people that didn't even have chameleons wanted them more. You know, people with other species of oh, reptiles. Like those blue beauty anoles. 
this yeah, size. Because this is not, we couldn't put the big ones in here. Right. Yeah, those are good crested gecko size cages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are like, they're seven and a half wide, 16 deep, and 20 tall. Yeah, I'll, I'll have, I'm, I mean, Lee and I already very talked, we're, I'm going to go look at them anyway, because, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Stop talking about all his business. I know, here, James. I'm, to, I'm trying to figure I'm out. About to fall asleep. I'm not trying to be you. rude, but it's late, right. and I busted my ass today. I'm tired. You hurt your ass like that. No, I, I did fall down today. Yeah. Oh. I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm not oh, trying. you got a cramp in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. It's your anniversary. She'll rub it out. No, she won't. Yeah, no, she won't. You can rub it out. Well, you your can't ass. leave. Joe's going to give you a bag of cookies to take home. I'm going to go home and watch uh, an episode of New Amsterdam, and then go to bed. <laughs> uh. Thank y'all for coming on, and uh, thanks to Sean yeah, thank for coming y'all. on earlier. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing all of y'all in Bryan College Station. I, yeah. That's the next show for us, and I haven't seen everybody since Conroe. Uh, so, and I, and I was at Conroe, and I still don't feel like I walked around that much at Conroe. Uh, there was stuff we missed that we literally watched somebody's YouTube video, and we're like, oh, we didn't know that was there. That happens <laughs> to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally go to every show, and there's sometimes I'm like, I haven't seen so-and-so in forever, and Rachel will be like, uh, they were they were there this weekend. I was so pissed well. at the NARBC we went to last year because so I ended up watching like Dave Coffin's video. I was like, "Here's an albino Brazilian rainbow boa." What the fuck? How did I miss that? Yep. Adam, yeah. And I walk. Well, around. you walk around with a camera, and people will just go, "Hey, come look at this." That's yeah, but then I got to look like you, Max, and. Uh, well, no, just Max, you need one of those uh, those over the shoulder rigs that they yeah. had at the XFL <laughs> games. Yeah, oh, yeah, no stabilizer. Uh, yeah, again, pay for it. Yeah. we'll talk. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I don't some, even want to know. What I can that get thing some. Costs. I can get some PVC. We'll build you the something. The gimbal alone was probably twenty grand. Yeah. Oh, easy. Nah. those guys were running with those, and yeah. the cameras just stayed. Oh, and it's it's uh, extremely stable. I, I'll yeah, get yeah, a, no. a weightlifter's belt, some PVC, and I can make one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not how that works. It'll work. I mean, my gimbal is decent, and it's only like. I think it was like 550 bucks. Yeah. That's um, all. Yeah. Oh, all right. So uh, thanks, y'all, for popping in here. Yep. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, again, if you need LED UVB bulbs for us, if you can get a chameleon from the Reddies and you want to get a light bulb, uh, check out VivTech products and get 15% off your bulb for code GUMBO22. Um, again, thanks to everybody for using that code. That is going to buy Robert some new headphones. Because right now I can only hear out of one ear. Next yeah. week, we are not on Tuesday. We don't know when we will be next week. We'll probably be Wednesday, but our kid has a science fair on Tuesday. A district level science fair. And then the week after that, which is spring break, we're going to release the interviews from Bryan College Station so we can take a week off. For Robert's birthday. Mm -hmm. What's she doing for the science fair? She She raised ice pods. Nice. Yep. So, Uh, so anyways, we're out. We'll be back next week. Uh, I'll try to get a guest next week. Again, I didn't do it this week. I just kind of found people and it was fun. And I enjoyed this. We enjoyed it. So I may do this more often. I may have like open call nights and just see like if we can get well, we yeah. get an open call nights. Chris Eaton did it first. Yeah. He kinda. <laughs> but his his don't get recorded. Ours is recorded and everybody can see it. Mm. So yeah. so we're better, Chris Eaton. Whatever. Uh so good night to everybody. Thank y'all. Hang out for a second. Uh everybody else, see y'all later. Bye bye. <laughs>